Hello, everybody, and welcome to Final Show Films. I'm John, your executive producer here, and thanks for tuning in to watch or listen to whatever it is you're about to watch or listen to. In these trying times, we really do appreciate everyone that feels that we are worth their time, and we hope that we're able to give you something entertaining to while away the time as you spend it. Uh, we particularly want to thank those of you that feel like we're worth financially contributing to, uh, particularly our $25 and up supporters on Patreon, who are Antitonic, Drevian Alexander, Catwaterflame, Rowan Parker, and Samantha Bates. Yes, I read that off of the list. Thank you very much for supporting us. I know that in these uncertain times, finances are tough for everybody, so that you're willing to donate to us means a lot to all of us here, and we thank you. That being said, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. We're live. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Grand Terra Shadowfront. I'm John. I'm your game master for this evening. Uh, I'm joined today by William. Hi, I'm William, and I'm playing Valdez Stonebeard, who, being sworn into anything, would probably be swearing on a sword. And Nikki. Hi, I'm Nikki, and I'm playing Scuzz, your goblin rogue. Um, Scuzz would probably swear in on a cookbook or... Just a stick of butter. A stick of butter, yeah. Um, also, Black Lives Trans... Black Lives Matter, <laughs> Trans Lives Matter. I can do my thing. I like um, how they collided into Black Trans Lives Matter. All, all trans lives trans. matter. All of them. Every single one. Uh, <laughs> and um, I don't want to talk about what's going on right now <laughs> <laughs> and jeremy uh hello uh i am jeremy i am playing ariel uh asmr gunslinger who would probably just write something out very quickly in her own words so that she could swear on something that matters <laughs> and mara Hi, I'm Mara, and I'm playing Titania Valgorian, a Ladrin Druid princess, who would swear on, oh goodness, not anything written, because that's nonsense. Why would you read things? Uh, a stiff. I feel like she would. She, she feel like she would swear in on a badger, but be high enough that mm. she thinks it's a book. Mm. <laughs> That's fair. That's a good one. I'll take that one. And Cody? I'm Cody. I'm playing Ithram Valar, Hobgoblin War Wizard, and he would probably swear in on a an arcane book that has way too dense technical jargon mm. on it that nobody would pay attention to. Basically the terms of terms and conditions. A technical manual, really. Yeah. <laughs> And coming Thank to us you for downloading and installing IO, uh, uh, iTunes. <laughs> I'm imagining it's like the bro slap. Broadcasting the from broadcasting from the dark dimension, Aaron. Oh right, I forgot to turn the lights on. I'll do this. <laughs> um, Only that's I, me. I'm playing Carolina, human barbarian, who, if swearing in, would swear in upon the laws that she was being sworn to uphold. And Jack. 
Hi everybody, I'm Jack. I'm playing Ghent Minar, the half-elf spell-slinger who would probably swear in on either a World Atlas compendium or an encyclopedia of cryptids. And when last joining you in the dark dimension there, right, Aaron. <laughs> and when got mood lighting. And when last we left off, two zombies were beating the shit out of the party. <laughs> we specifically scotches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There are four total zombies across two fights. Yes. Yeah, but the other two people aren't really getting the shit beat out of them. But two zombies Yet. at a time are beating the shit out of the party. Uh, and we pick up on Scus's turn. Uh, Scus, it's up. Ow. So yeah, okay. so Carolina's are standing over you. Uh, Scus has his... Uh, still, still gripping the handles of uh, Bookmark and the Sunblade, uh, Scuzz sits up, ow, and he's going to uh, stand up, step around this zombie. All right, so you're going to take an attack of opportunity from the zombie fighting Ariel. Okay. Wasn't, wasn't Scuzz technically directly in Carolina's square? Couldn't he go around the other side and avoid an attack? Yeah, yeah you yeah, just yeah, had them. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah I no, just... you were also there. So, yeah, so you could go around the other way. Never mind. You avoid. No, that. I'm sorry. The map doesn't go that far. So <laughs> yeah, no, the map. <laughs> there's there's just so there's a wall of force. <laughs> you try to. That's, that's a, there's a building. There. There's an invisible wall. You try to jock to the right. And you that's slam into the fog. Yeah. <laughs> the fog. Can't jump up on this ledge. <laughs> I try to jump into the fog, and the fog jumps back. Uh, and... you, you try. You try and go that far into the fog and you just hear you must gather your party before venturing forth. <laughs> terrifying. Um, Animus so, crystals. Yes, Skuz is going to slash at this thing uh, with the... But you have advantage because you're flanking. Yeah. Thank you for reminding me. That's the whole reason I did that. Mm -hmm. um, yes. Sunblade. Bam. 29. Uh, 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 yes, 29 hits. So, uh, 10 points of radiant damage, 4 points of also more radiant, radiant damage. damage, and 18 for the uh, sneak attack. Nice. Ignore that 12. That 12 is uh, if I did it two-handed, which I'm not. Yep. 32. Um, yeah. Can Scuzz... Scuzz could not hear these these zombies before they were already like right up on him, mm -hmm. right? Correct. Damn. Um. I don't I definitely don't want him to get hit again. Um. Oh, yeah, you know what? Uh, because fuck this zombie in particular. Uh, he takes nine more points of. Angry small goblin damage. Just, just kicks him in the shin. All right. Um, and fury of the small, very useful. Yeah. Uh, 
I guess I uh, I'm gonna stay here so Carolina has advantage on her attack. <laughs> he says he's like, he's like bleeding <laughs> out. <laughs> that one scar from the polar bear. Go go be safe. I got a 17 AC. They just hit me really bad, and then my dice were like, no, get hit really bad. <laughs> my dice wanted me to die. <laughs> Stepping away might also be bad for Scuzz South. So. Yeah, no, Nikki has remembered, like, oh, yeah, the, I won't know the zombie's there until I accidentally hit it, and then it'll attack me, and I'll be sad. <laughs> All right. So it's the end of your turn. That yep. puts us next up to... Why don't I have a turn order button? Oh, it oh. was me. Uh yeah no no but I, I have to because I the the screen oh, that I'm yeah. capturing for the stream I'm not operating manually so I have to advance the turn order so that they can see everybody's turn. Ah. Uh, Ithram. <clears throat> All right, I will step forward to here and booming blade. All right. So, oh God, where'd you go, Ithram? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this Tanya, way to vanished into the fog. Yeah, this I way know. to Tanya, and he just starts swinging his <laughs> playo. Uh, advantage ten. I'm assuming misses. Uh, yeah. My God, that's bad. Just, you got, you got. Bonus yeah, action, swing. booming blade again. <laughs> fifteen. Uh, fifteen hits. All right, so they take seven points of. Silvered bludgeoning damage on top of, ooh, when they move they're gonna take sixteen, but they take seven points of thunder damage mm-hmm. as well, so fourteen total. So you, Ithran comes in swinging the flail, swings it uh, once, and just sort of the fog. It's really hard to see through this fog, even when you're close. So you just swing too wide, and then you bring it back around with the backhand. This thundering energy echoing off the 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 heads of this flail, and just smashes into the side of the zombie. And then there's a as the thundering energy goes off, and it just sort of splatters across Ariel. <laughs> Apologies. It missed your head, though. There is a look of death at the moment. <laughs> to be fair, she was literally about to do the same thing to you. But <laughs> she doesn't say that. How's your hair? Fine. The hair's yeah. fine. It's just covered in stuff. <laughs> no, it missed the hair. Like, it only got her face. The hair's yep. still immaculate. Just like a mask. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. All right. It's that moment where, like, there's just enough of a drip that you just see the eye yeah. and the eyebrow arches like a cold anger. It's just a wet sopping noise as it falls off your face. Anything else on your turn, Ithram? Nope, that's action and bonus. Alright. Ariel. Ariel takes a moment. Wipes. Still right, don't have prestidigitation. The weirdest, the weirdest part, Ariel, is that it's cold. Right. <laughs> yeah, zombies. I mean, what are you gonna do? All right, we're about done with this now, and she's gonna walk right up to this one. She's gonna put the barrel against the side of its head, and since unfortunately there's no way, yeah, I will spend a crit point for advantage on this. Okay. Um, can get that flat roll. <laughs> well, he has the, the he, he has crossbow roll. expert. Oh yeah, you've he, got crossbow expert. Yeah. yeah, never mind. Yes, never mind. 
Yeah. I forget. <laughs> there are so many uh, of you, and all of you have feet. <laughs> I only remember hands. It's weird. Yeah, it's, weird. it's just everybody just ends at the ankles. <laughs> I mean, uh, I was going to make a Marvel Comics artist, uh, but Joe, I was going to say, <laughs> please tell me that life film is not illustrating. And <laughs> have one sneak attack. All right. Um and still standing. Hold on, just a second here. Um, do 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 do. You know this. I will use the second or use a, use a grip point on this one for let's make this a violent shot because that never backfires on me yeah oh <laughs> do you have an inspiration <laughs> That's true. That is true. <laughs> oh, Jeremy, by the way, the mic on your headset is way out here. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, when I dropped it to the ground and walked away from my desk. So a 27. Oh, yes, 27 hits. As you avoid misfiring. Fucking unbelievable. Uh, you, you said that never backfires on me. Thus, the chance of it backfiring became 100%. Oh, this is me. It didn't matter. <laughs> so that is 13. So yeah, you plus, put the, you, hold on. Because I made it a violent shot. So right, go ahead. Uh, let's see. An additional weapon damage. That's right. So extra D10. Nice. For 23 piercing damage. So, yeah. She is so, done yeah. with this shit. You walk up to the zombie, put the gun against its head, <laughs> double tap. <laughs> <laughs> its head goes... <laughs> and it is down. Let's go find our friends and... Get away from this place, this exact site. Uh, anything else on your turn? No, that is that is everything. Zombies turns! Do 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 Let's bring the audience uh shift. Yeah, there it is. Bring the audience down here. Uh so this one that you can't see. Well you can't see anyways, because Ghent is currently uh, blind. Uh what's a good what's a good blind? The one with the eyeball. Yeah, the bleeding eye. Yeah, there's probably. the bleeding eyeball one. I like that one for hexes though. Uh, anyways. Uh, uh, so that one shifts up and is going to come up and, and try to take a snack. I don't have any snacks. It can't take them. You, you are you, the snack. <laughs> I, was gonna say, he is I think snack. it can find something regardless. <laughs> no, Jack just wanted to make that comment. Uh, uh, does a twenty-three hit? You? Yep. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Just one check. <clears throat> do, 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 do. 
That's going to be 13 bludgeoning damage. Okay. And... Ten cold damage on the first hit. Yep. <clears throat> and second hit. I rolled a two, so misses probably. That's gonna yep. be uh, f- seven to hit you. I hate to I hate to set myself <laughs> up for more failure, but I am blinded. Doesn't it have advantage on those attacks? Oh, it's mm-hmm. true. That's much better. That's a nineteen to hit you. Yep. Actually, hang on. Let me check something real quick. Okie doke. Blinded condition. Is it that you have disadvantage? By the light. Things have. I think it's, I think it's both. I, yeah, I thought it was both. Let's find out. Yeah, attack rolls against the creature have advantage, and the creature's attack rolls have disadvantage. Yeah, because I have a blinding spell, yep, and yep, it's yep. real. It's real useful. Yep. So oh, it yeah. does hit you mm-hmm. with the advantage. I mean, I want to reroll the other one just to see if it crit you. It didn't. Crit sure. You. Okay. Good. Uh. All right. So, eight bludgeoning damage. I'm rolling really badly on this cold damage. Good. I'm okay with that. Ten cold damage. Cool. Mm. All right. So, again, it just... And this cold, just this freezing cold fog seeps off of it into you, chilling you to the bone. I probably bump into Valdeth a little bit. Mm. I mean, I feel like she was already back-to-back with you, so she's basically keeping you up. <laughs> All right, and uh, the other one attacks Feldeth. <clears throat> oh, actually, can I use my reaction there, since I got hit again? Yeah. I have one more reactive blast left. Sure. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, this is technically at disadvantage, because yep, I am still blinded, blinded but... <laughs> Boop. Well, and my gun misfires. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, there's a there is you hear your gun go off. Right. <laughs> Click. <laughs> well. Uh don't try and fix it while blinded. All right. Valda <laughs> does a 16 hit. Let me see here. Nope. <laughs> Does a 17 hit you? Nope. Just, just inching up that dice. <laughs> just, just, just scrabbling on my just armor. scrabbling on you. All right. Uh, Carolina. Uh, so there's no more targets within visual range of me. Correct. So I'm going to move up to here. Still can't see anything. Motherfucker, um, we have a huge yard and I can feel someone's base from here. Because <laughs> uh, they're driving by. <laughs> there's not much I can see in this and I don't want to get too far separated, so I'll just seeing Titania now, I'll gesture. Scuzz is still badly injured and move to here I realize it's starting to get out of sight of other people but it's kind of inevitable Uh, and I'm gonna take an 
it lasts. Yeah, my rage is fizzling, so I'm gonna take an action to turn into Draculich form. Oh, uh, also, uh, get you're no longer blinded now. Oh, hey, yeah, cool. No longer blinded by the zombie. Yeah, the 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 fog that was clouding your vision f- has faded away. Um, but I'm Yay. not going to fly because flying up while I can't see where I'm going would be a mistake. Probably. Never mind, I'm not turning into Draculich form because then I would be blind because then I would be using the blade that doesn't... Never mind, I can't do anything this turn. All right. I ready an action to smack any zombies that show up. So, before we get to Gent's turn, <laughs> uh, on initiative 13, uh, Valdeth and Gent, you both... Suddenly, the the this this viscous, thick, blank fog suddenly turns translucent as a blue glow pierces through it, causing you to be able to see at a much greater distance. As a large, armored in green scale male, one armed orc just comes charging through the fog with this with this blue glowing lamp hanging off of one hip that seems to be penetrating through this otherwise impossible to see through fog. Uh, I'm sorry, what? Skids to a halt next to uh, 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 next to Ghent or actually on the opposite side of Ghent from this zombie that's attacking, that's harassing him. Yeah, the left arm completely gone, and actually, like you can tell that this armor was designed, uh, uh, was designed probably, or at least the base of it was probably designed for somebody with two arms because the the sleeve is sort of like tucked up and tied and tied off. Um, wearing this dark green scale mail with uh, black hair in sort of a dreadlock fashion, tied up and tied up into like a top knot on the back of the head. Uh, dark green skin, red eyes, uh, wielding a very large long sword in in the one hand that does exist, with a bulky sort of like uh, uh, with a with a overly bulky gauntlet covering the right hand uh, forearm, just comes around and behind and swings with the with the with the sword. And again, now so all that that blue aura you can see. Mm-hmm. Uh, the blue aura you can see is now the full distance of your sight, as opposed to just ten feet away from you. Uh, oh, okay. And it's again this this blue this eerie blue light radiating off of this lantern hanging off of the orc's hip. Um. Yeah, he hits. Uh, his sword, which you now can sort of see, is ha- is sort of crackling with fire. Uh, just bites into the backside of this zombie. Killing 13 points of damage. Nice. And, or slashing damage. Also. Uh, what is his die? There it is. You found the blood hunter. Saved by another NPC. Hey, now, you don't know that I needed this guy's help. Yes. Yes, it's not about whether or not you needed the help. 
five points of fire damage. So it's still standing as the sword just slices into the back, fire crackling across it. Cool. Your turn. Gent's got a jammed gun, so that goes down, and he just whips out the two hand axes and is going to go straight ham on this guy. Does he have advantage for flanking? Yes, you have advantage for flanking. Okay, cool. Hand axes are a strength-based thing. Yes. So he's at a plus seven for those. 24 to hit. 24 hits. Are these magical hand axes or no? Nope, these are just standard. Nothing magic about these fuckers. Because Arcane Arsenal, I think only... Yep, only only my fire armor crossbow attacks would be considered magical. Fortunately, these particular kinds of zombies don't care. Uh, and this one goes down. Oh, nice. Well, so that one, so the first attack yeah, killed it? Yeah, first attack killed it. As you okay. So yeah, the just one there, and then he will pivot down. around then with his move. Uh, does a 20, I assume, to to hammer yep. an anvil with, yep. with Valdeth. Yep, 20 hits. Okay. 20 hits, and then can he use his bonus action for a third attack with his offhand one? Uh, yeah. Okay. Another seven slashing to that zombie. Mm-hmm. And the offhand will not have, unless you don't have the dual wield defeat, do you? I don't have the dual wielding, so, so it just deals weapon damage. No, uh, or you no don't have the two weapon fighting things. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So 17 hits for two. So total of nine damage. To... I appreciate the name of the weapon profile. <laughs> offhand X. <laughs> All right. Anything else on your turn? Uh, he used his action, his bonus action, and most of his move. So, yep, nope. He's he's done for now. All right, and it's back to. I mean, he'll yell out "thank you" to whoever that orc is. You just get up <laughs> in response. Good uh, enough for me. Titania's turn. So Titania's gonna glance back, say to. Carolina, that I sent Garnet out to try and find them. I, I need you to go ahead and make me a survival check for Garnet, by the way. Farther? Uh, I have a sheet for her. You do. There we go. There's my card. Cool. Survival is just wisdom. Yep. Nine. Nine. All right, Carbuncle is in the fog. Dang it! Can I use can I use an inspiration on this or not? Yeah, if you want. I'm gonna do that. All right, so go ahead and I want it one. to work. Twenty. Carbuncle is in the fog. We'll see how effective that becomes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Um. And Ogan has found an itchy spot on her back and is now trying to scratch it. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go. I guess because I can't see. Um, to scuzz here and do a another. Uh, uh oh, hi, hi, Ariel. Uh, bump into you. Grab the spell. Let's see here. What I got? I'm gonna do a cure wounds at. Oh goodness. Um. Actually, 
I'm gonna give you a health potion because I've got a bunch of those. Uh... <laughs> 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 Open up. <laughs> In one game, someone uh... someone used their action. Several people used their action to feed a barbarian their health potions, and the DM had to be like, "Okay, I love you all. We you, these aren't like five outer energies. These are like." <laughs> Mountain Dew cans. You can't just all shove these into the barbarian's mouth. God! <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> you're like, yes, you point. can. You get five more? Uh, you just doubled Scuzz's hit points. I doubled. I net gained. <laughs> I did. Thank yeah, you. And I'm going to do a bonus action for uh, healing spirit and say anyone who needs you too stand here dang it and <laughs> pointing at Ariel because you're also injured I'm not great uh, all right so that's that's three hit points for you already there scuzz uh, uh, and that'll you put do your healing spirit? Uh, Under I scuzz, I'm assuming basically yeah, right where Scuzz is. Okay. Now, uh, Nikki wants to know, what does your healing spirit look like so I can have Scuzz react appropriately? <laughs> ah! <laughs> it looks like, I think right now, it's going to look like a fox. And it just sort of like bounds up and down. It kind of looks like Garnet. It's like a shadowy version of that a little bit bigger. Nice. The fox says, heal me. <laughs> Yep. It sort of sits above you and you just feel this radiant healing energy. It really has like it. the plus signs of healing coming off yeah, of exactly. it. <laughs> in the area beneath it. Yeah, Alright, anything else in your turn? Um Nope. That'll do me. Alright, and Valdeth. Alright, Valdeth's gonna murder this last zombie then. With advantage from Ghent. I'm helping. Uh, it's going to be 14. I'm going to re-roll that too, just in case. Got the same result. All right. Uh, so uh, 14 slashing, one radiant, one force. All right. And second attack. Let's re-roll that two again. I get a one this time. Nope, better. Uh, 19 slashing, four force, five radiant damage on the second attack. Yeah. One strike. As she, <laughs> second as strike. She, well, because because Ghent is behind the zombie, she sort of like puts her other hand on the blade and starts half-sorting the greatsword and just kind of slice down and then impale and drive it into the ground. And yeah, as you do with the second strike, you just drive it down to the ground and it goes... Oh, oh squirms for a bit and then stops moving we are for the moment out of initiative uh timely arrival the 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 orc just sort of plants the sword uh the flaming sword into the zombie body in front of it just to make sure that it stays it, it's staying down pulls the sword back out is it just you two no you've got a group of friends that got separated Aaron? Gent, Valdeth. Europe. As at this point, <laughs> I think it's reasonable that Carolina walks around a little bit and figures out who's here and who's not. Yep. We're alive. 
send I mean, Barnet out to. F- We're in the middle of fog. Look for the orc with the blue lantern. I don't I think that counts on. the landmark. We, it will probably be easier for us to find you than you to find us. Are you in a place where you can remain for a moment? Yeah, we have have to anyway. I'm healing people. We can move right. down here. We're going to stay put. Try and work our way towards you then. I sent Garnet after, so if you can find her, then she can and be back. At about that moment, uh, just at the edge of this this eerie blue, again, like the fog hasn't disappeared. It's just sort of like gone translucent. Uh, as it right. is affected mm. by whatever's in this lantern. And at the edge of this sort of eerie blue light, uh, you see Garnet appear. Sort of bring, 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 hopping very quietly through the fog. Ah, there you are. Valda sort of wipes hair out of her face and looks over her shoulder at the orc. You wouldn't happen to have more of those, would you? Unfortunately, it's the only one we had in town when this occurred. You're from here then? Yes, I'm Karam, the folk god of this village. Valdez Stonebeard, captain of the Steelhearts, come to do what we can. Well, more blades than are better than none, at least. And he, very, you know, uh, expertly sort of flicks the, the gore off of his sword as the fire goes out, spins it, and then slides it into what sounds like a series of rings along the back of his belt. Shing. Well, that's our guide, pointing towards Garnet. <clears throat> Unless you've got a and similar then... lantern, you won't. no one will be able to see in the fog. I'll come with you and help you get to the inn, presumably. And the graveyard across it, where we can sense the possible source of this place of, of this problem is hmm. let's talk once we get your companions together and we'll just follow garnet assuming that she can lead us back yeah so it's from is inspecting the meanwhile. zombie corpses yeah go ahead and give me a uh give me a yep arcana or a religion check definitely arcana nope not an advantage so 12 I'm going to do healing really quick. I've got two D6 or four D6s to distribute. I was going to do two to, two to Scuzz and two to Ariel. So okay. I can roll yeah. them. Cool. Well, stuff's happening. Yeah. So I got a 12. Uh, wait. Ariel will also, yeah, also roll check in. these fuckers out. Good. Uh, let's do you did arcana I'll do religion <laughs> 15 hey I will take that uh, so if I'm looking at these they're definitely not normal zombies uh, it seems like whatever the process of animating them was uh, it aligned their ether more with ice than with uh, just like uh, than than with necrotic energies, um, like and they seem so they seem to therefore not have the same kind of resiliences that that normal zombies have in that they won't die unless they're killed by fire or radiant damage. 
Yeah, uh, and these went down pretty. These went down fairly, fairly easily to normal means, but and they stayed down. And they stayed down, uh, but in return, they seem to be and not only aligned towards cold and thus dealing cold as damage. They, their bodies are still emanating this fog, which blends into the fog around. It seems mm. like these might be, if not the source, some aspect of sustenance for the fog. Well, I use Firebolt to, once I'm done looking it over, I'll start slowly, whatever, catching it on fire. Yeah. And Ariel, as you're looking, um, these are definitely reinforced through necromantic means. These are not naturally occurring zombies. These are ones that were created by whatever necromancer right. is here. Um, they're so much just... yeah, they're much sturdier in very specific ways. You've got the experience where necromancers when when necromancers summon uh, undead creatures as opposed to other things, uh, right. they tend to be more powerful. They deal more damage. They have more health, kind of thing. She just looks up and is like, "They're here somewhere." Um, I would Not like here, here, but, to. But turn on my detect magic and try and use that to investigate the fog. As you, 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 your eyes start to glow and you are just sort of blinded by the fog. It is entirely magical and you suspect that the magical nature of the fog is what's making it so hard to see and find your way through it. Well, the fog is magic, which was pretty obvious. Anything else I can discern or pick up, or just not 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 from the detect magic? It's just blindingly magical. Well, the fog is magic and has specific navigation challenges. So tie everyone together with a rope. Not the worst idea. Again, weird situation for that. But is well, it what? <laughs> Maybe I have this conversation mind. when we're not surrounded we're by any the... adventurers do they... so they don't get lost to Tanya. Okay. That makes more sense. I don't know. Um I don't know where they they are. I I guess them to come to us, like at a busy party, and then you stay put. Yeah. Um, to Tanya, uh, Scuzz and Ariel are both pretty badly fucked up still. Uh, yeah. I, I will more walk healing. over and do a cure wounds on each of them. And so yeah, Carolina Wait, reaches, Carolina that? reaches into a bag so, and pulls out a yeah. vial. <laughs> yeah, these are just my artificer spells. Um, yeah. Oh, I didn't actually roll my elixir today, so I need to do that. But um, roll one. Scuzz gets eight health. Roll two. Carolina pulls out little vials, shakes them, hands them to each of you. Four for Ariel. Yay! Um, I'm moving up. Because I forgot. Moving up in the world. Oh. (laughs) Well, that's not helpful, but it's going in my bag as the thing I have today. All right. So I got what? Four? Four more. Four hailing. Cool. Yeah. Just cool. spare wounds. On top of the uh, the ten that Tatania had already given you. Right. Yep. I'm almost at half. 
That's good. <laughs> oh, I'm good. Okay. I'm cool. Okay. I'm cool. So no, I can I can do a bit of magic. Uh, if the group that are staying put, I want to hunker down and wait for folks. Uh, go ahead and give me a stealth check. Um, and then Valdeth and Gent also give me a stealth check if you're trying to move quietly. Uh, Karam appears to be walking no. fairly quietly, though he is keeping an eye out for like the edges of this expanded area oh. of vision that he has. He's also he's also you know wearing heavy armor like I am. So yeah, he's wearing no. Nope. Never mind. We do not pass without a trace anymore because I used healing spirit. Shoot. <laughs> okay. Gale Mail is uh, still disadvantage. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I got a six. I rolled an eight. Well, I managed to get 16 with disadvantage. Jesus. Because uh, it's hurting. He got a 20. Gonna... Oh, he's good. 12. Yeah. Hey, same. <laughs> All right. So the, so, so the group um, of you. Uh, sort of hunker down next to this fence that you had arrived at previously before the zombies attacked and it's you know you're you're sort of you can barely see just across it into what looks like a, some sort of wheat field um staying low trying not to make not to make a lot of noise that'll draw attention to you uh valdeth gent and karam the three of you with carbuncle move fairly quietly carbuncle make or, or garnet making no noise because garnet can just fly <laughs> Um, and after a few moments, the group by the fence, you suddenly see, uh, off to the southeast of you, this densely opaque fog suddenly go translucent. And 30 some odd feet away, you see, uh, Ghent Valdeth and this large one-armed orc behind, walking sort of next to them. Again, with this, with this large, with this, with this brightly glowing blue lantern on his hip. Gent looks real shitty. Mm. Right about there. Oh wow! I see you met zombies too, and other people apparently. Um, I'll give Gent my third cure wounds. Um, yes, we uh, ran into some local color. Gent, you're sort of tapped with a vial that does yeah? six healing. Oh, thank you. It's dangerous to move about in the fog if you don't have a ghost light lantern, unfortunately. So, if you need to get somewhere, I'm happy to aid you, but I do need to return to the people I'm guarding. Hmm. Will this return? Do you have any okay. idea how ghost light lanterns are forged or made? And if it can be done quickly, I don't know. Uh, or you no, ask I, I asked that Carolina. to okay. the GM. Gotcha, got it. Sorry, same voice. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, give me an Arcana check. Now that he has the name of it, I'm can not make a check there too. Knowledge sure. just yet. I have a feeling there are other things we're going to need to know about. Seven, sixteen. Nice. Um. You're not a hundred percent certain. Uh, you've you've never really heard of a ghost light lantern before. Um, it's not. It, it is a definitely some sort of rare magical item. You can you can tell from the fact that you've never heard of one before. Uh, based on the name, probably has something to do with ghosts. In order to make yep. it, 
So it's not a Sea of Thieves thing where I can just go find a source of the correct color of no, light. No, no. Bottle of ghost, which means you have to kill someone right now. <laughs> to go find the Mystic Order right now. <laughs> yep. All right, everyone's getting healing. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, so Ariel Scuzz and Gent are each getting a first level cure wounds. So, get this one's for you. Five. Five. Yay. Does. Nine. Yay. Twelve. That was a nicely escalating. It will, yeah. It went up four each time. I yep. am. I oh, no, am. Sorry, four, then, four, three. But it went low, middle is best you can do a middle, and max. Mm-hmm. Might have. Yeah. Just a little. A little past it. All right, I'm good. <laughs> All right. By which I mean I have four-sevenths of my hit points. It's possible to it do. It's good. It's possible to get to the inn from here without running into any large clusters of undead, but we'll need to move quietly. Okay. Oh, I. So from here to where? The inn. Inn. Which is where we needed to be. It's across from the graveyard. Right. It's also where the survivors Um, of the town are holed up. Lovely. Oh, by the way, insight check on the suspicious dude who has a necromancy item. Sure, go ahead. He's uh, <laughs> offering a safe passage. I mean, that also, is not an unfair point. Get, you can make a history check, by the way, because he said a thing that, okay. you, that you would have some information on. I would also like 14. to insight that. Go ahead. <laughs> 18 for history. <laughs> So both Carolina and Ariel, he's very difficult to read. You get, you gather just just based on his his composure. You gather he was, at, if if not is not currently was at one point uh, a a soldier of some kind based on how he's holding himself. Uh, but you have you have no idea how like if he's walking you into a trap or if he's genuinely offering help. Right. Again, uh, the term folk guard is a very specific mm-hmm. Tyrian term. Uh, folk guard are basically sort of like a volunteer fire 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 department. Um, they but are for monsters, but for monsters, they are uh, <laughs> people who either were formerly griffins or formerly soldiers or formerly adventurers of some kind that, in their retirement, have decided to dedicate themselves to the defense of the small folk, uh, particularly in places where there aren't a lot of guards, more rural areas like Vlakti. Um, so when someone introduces themselves as the folk guard of a town, it's not the equivalent of a sheriff, but it's that kind of thing. Right. Like, but they're they're probably less on the enforcement and investigation side and more of the defense side. Yeah. Like that's, that's, that's the person that people that particularly like in a town full of farmers, if suddenly Mm. Knowles started attacking the folk guard would be the person they would run to. Right. And also, they conveniently get probably free or at very least very low price housing during the. 
Oh yeah, they they yeah they tend to be retirement. Yeah, they tend to be provided for in their retirement because they are right. also providing a service. So, oh, I love it. And you can tell. And now that you're all sort of here, you can tell this this orc looks to be probably around mid to late fifties, as far as age age goes. But very very well built, like all muscle. He keeps himself in good shape. Mm. Cast. Yeah, for I can do the thing concealment I did before, again? so we can quiet, quietly. I'm, I forgot I was trying to heal Scuzz Nariel, oh, no. um, but I can do it again. Um, as you do that, Carolina, well. Hmm. I need to check exactly how this works. Um, why do I have so many class features? Because you're playing two <laughs> classes. Because you're multi-class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it gets kind of um, messy. Double the class, double the features. Reach out, touch Titania on the shoulder, um, and... I imagine that there is a specific description for this, but I'm going to let John decide that and use my magic reserves. Ooh. Uh, you have a creature and roll a 1d4. The creature recovers an expended spell slot of a level equal to the number rolled. This is your uh, barbarian feat or a feature? Yes, this is from my magic subclass of barbarian. Yeah. Uh, so go ahead and roll the d4. Oh. Okay. Sorry. Hey, hey, I don't have any first level spells so right now, so you regain I'm out of first, first and so, second level. Uh, Carolina reaches over, grabs your shoulder, and there is this pulse of energy as this, as this sort of light blue ether just erupts out of Carolina and swarms into you, and you feel your ethereal reserves filling a little bit. As Carolina takes Whoa. five points of force damage. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. And you regain. Just for rearranging awesome. the world's magic. It's pretty easy. Ignore my new black eye. I mean, I imagine that it's the wounds out of which the magic came. If you're also, all five prepared. hit points is barely discernible on a barbarian. <laughs> uh, Karam begins to sort of start walking away in a in a particular direction. And as he moves again, this light emanating out now now you're now able to see thirty feet out as opposed to ten feet out. Uh, you get a little bit more of a view of the area you were in. It looks like you were on the edge of one of the wheat farms, and mm. as you walk, you can see more of these zombie corpses sort of in the ground with various farming implements stuck into them, but they're still emanating this fog. Mm. So, if everyone's following Karam, you can all give me stealth checks. Yep. Enjoy that yeah. plus 10. Yeah. 25. 24. 23. 39. Yeah. <laughs> 22. He got a 26. Uh, Scuzz is in the next campaign. 
Seven. No. Had a girl. Plexka's <laughs> already existing. Hey, so I actually this. rolled above a th- four. Nice. So twenty total. Uh, thirty total. <coughs> or thirty total. Yes. 30 total, yep. So yeah, you're all being fairly quiet. You don't need to make survival checks because you're being led and also can see now. Um. So yeah, very quietly the group you move, and you notice, um, Valdeth, you notice Karam. His scale mail doesn't seem to be providing him any hindrance to his sneaking. He has the medium armor master feet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the one time that feet becomes useful. It's a really, it's it's a much better feat than people give it credit for. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's only like there's only like one medium armor that actually imposes disadvantage on stealth. Scale mail. <laughs> yeah, scale mail specifically. But it's the best one. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm just looking at it, just like. Uh, <laughs> no, no, she'd much, she'd much rather have the disadvantage on stealth and the much higher body coverage of Fair. full plate. If you could have both. Fair. Have both. Just put a bunch of tea cozies in between the dwarven armor. Just get mithril plate mail. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, as you're going, everyone make me perception checks as you're moving yep. through this oh. area. 22! 11. Um, 17. I assume the lantern also <laughs> as light for the human. Yes, yes. It, it, it is emitting light. 22. In addition to clarifying the fog. Um, so, as you go past, the... Uh, wow, that's a lot of 22s. And uh, I got 29. So I'm just like... Like a like, boss. 22, <laughs> yeah, 29, 22, 22, 22 11, 11, 11, 20. 20 yeah. <laughs> um, and Tanya, you're sort of focused on keeping an eye on your party members more than anything else because you just got ambushed by zombies and you don't want more zombie ambushes. Yeah, um, fair. Yeah, Ithram's probably at the rear. For the rest of you, though, uh, now that you can see, you can see the clear signs of carnage as you move quietly through the village. Um, the like farmhouses that have been knocked, that have been half knocked over, areas of the wheat field that have been trampled, uh, and every once in a while, Karam will stop moving and just holds perfectly still, indicating to the rest of you also to hold still, which is where the stealth checks come in, um, and just beyond the edge of the light you'll see a group of undead roam past quietly it doesn't seem like uh, as, as they're doing it It as you're watching them it seems almost like they don't see you which is weird because you can see so clearly right now um, but as they move slowly past and he sort of waits until the radius of the ghost light would no longer encompass them if he moved forward and then begins to move forward again. <clears throat> Do I think they maybe sense through the fog? Give me a nature check with advantage. Like tremor sense style? Yeah, give me a nature check with advantage. Alright. Natural 20. Nice. You're, yeah, absolutely. Like, well, having seen this evidence <laughs> now, based on how Karam is sort of maneuvering around, 
you're pretty certain that the disturbance of the fog is the thing that draws these particular zombies towards you. And whatever this lantern is doing to the fog, it's making it so that you aren't actively disturbing the fog anymore. Right. <clears throat> so to extend my theory, would if I could create like little wind gusts in various places that disrupted the fog, that would confuse these things. Possibly. You're not certain Sorry, how Matt good their yeah, you're not certain how good their senses are. Um, because you, you had a very brief encounter with them, but yeah, that is something that you could potentially work with in the future. Remaining quiet and guiding you through this destroyed bits of town, eventually you come across the, 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 the large two-story building that you had seen from the ridge uh, overlooking the, the town. Uh, the entirety of the first floor has been boarded up and blocked off. Stone slabs have been upended and leaned against the walls. Uh, very of uh, what looks to be a very rapidly makeshift wooden barricade was erected around it, with points pointed out. And you can see that some of the fog zombies have sort of stuck themselves into it and are just idly trying to claw down the barricade with like a lamp post in their chest. It's like, <sighs> but they can't really move anymore. Karam, again, quietly moves over to one of the large uh, stone slabs, reaches down with his one arm, gr grips the end of it, and just hefts. You can see the veins sort of bulging in his arm and sort of in the side of his face as he grabs this massive piece of stone and just pulls it up, revealing this hole in the fence. Get under. Dip it down. Yep, I was gonna say, go wait for everybody to get through. You you all duck under and go under. He slides his way underneath, holding this massive bit of stone. Let's it go. Inside the the fence, the fog is much less dense, even without the even without the blue light of the ghost light lantern uh, 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 providing vision. Uh, and just on the other side, you see a pair of what looked to have been town what looked to, to be town guards, uh, sort of standing there with 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 spears at the ready. But they see you, and then they see Karam, and they sort of raise the spears back up. You're free to talk now. The undead hordes have a hard time sensing the disturbances in the fog this far in. Gent sits down and fixes his gun. Go ahead and give me a tinker tool check. As immediately Gent... Thank you. Uh, with You're welcome. Intelligence or dex? Uh, Dexterity. 24. <laughs> right, 24. You, yeah, you very easily clear the jam and rip and add, add a couple of... <clears throat> Actually, what gun were you using? Uh, Finger of the Profane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you very quickly clear the... It's a little bit weird because the jam doesn't exist until you pull the gun out. Right. <laughs> but you, you reach in, you reach in with your tinker's tools and there's a stop. 
sound as you like remove a bit of mm-hmm. like shrapnel bone from the inside. Is yep. the finger of the profane getting a jam like someone getting like a knot in their shoulder that you have to work out? So it's called a gun Charlie horse, technically. Um, <laughs> it's more like it's more like it's it's more like a uh, it's more like trying to pass a stone, but through your gun. <laughs> <laughs> ah. My gun has wisdom teeth, is what we're saying. <laughs> Both of those are exceptionally painful. Yep. Fortunately, the gun, as far as you're aware at the moment, is not sentient. <laughs> right. Maybe, uh, maybe it doesn't have I, those type of neurons. <laughs> now all I can imagine is that you no longer fire bullets, you fire molars. <laughs> you fire <laughs> teeth. I hate that uh, word. Yeah, yeah. So do I. That's... <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's the okay. cursed image is in my head. So now it's, yours. it's funny. It's quite the thing, but Alice Madness returns for anyone that remembers the exceptionally go. goth Tumblr game. Oh, oh yeah. yes. <laughs> I mean, okay. I was just going to say Rob, Rob Liefeld. <laughs> right. <laughs> Every mouth ever. Has like 7,000 teeth, 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 teeth in them. So. Anytime someone sends me a picture of just like, this mouth has too many teeth, but I can't tell how many teeth are too many. And it's just like, it, there's on the air on Candy Valley for me. I can't I hate tell it. how many teeth are too many. That's fair. I also can't tell how many teeth are too many. You just know it's too many. <laughs> I have no idea where the threshold is, though. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. To the, 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 the two sort of spear wielders, uh, Karam looks over. It's fine, Ramsey. Lower your spear. The, the the younger one of the two sort of flinches a little bit. You can tell they're very on edge. The two guards don't look to be much more than 18 years old each. Like, if you were to guess, they were probably very new to the town guard. Um, Karam looks down. We have food and supplies inside if you need anything, and when you're ready to set out, I can let you out again. Lovely. Thank you. It sort of indicates towards the front door of this inn, and Will starts walk and starts walking that way, leaving you to whatever devices you care to get up to while you're recovering at the moment. So if you guys want to take a short rest or a long rest, this would be the time to do it. A long rest, too? Oh, boy! Uh, Gent Gent would recommend oh. short rest. I'm not. Uh, I would. I would tend to agree. Yes. Um, I mean, I think I only technically need. Scuzz technically needs only either an hour or four hours. I can't remember. Uh, you well to count as a long rest. You'd still need a full eight hours of long rest. You just don't need to go down. You you just don't have to be completely inactive um, yeah, for the full eight the hours. Full. Okay. I'm trying real hard not to make a right, not to. <sighs> Yeah, uh, but for yep. an, but for an hour, you can you can just rest for an hour to take the short rest, though. Uh, and then let's see, take a short rest, and yeah, I'm gonna roll yeah, I'm one, good for two, a short rest. take a short rest, I, see if we can find out what the townspeople have tried. Yeah, or I don't. I don't need they to might take a rest. Know, if anything more, mm-hmm. so yeah. Tanya's gonna talk to people. Yeah. The only resource Valdez has expended is her Eldritch Claw tattoo, which doesn't care about rests. It cares about dawn. Yeah. So So you go inside the inn, for those some of you to find a spot to sit down, others to talk to people. Uh, immediately you see an inn that is fairly crowded with, with, with families. There are 
a quite a number of like uh, uh, youths uh, anywhere from like you know my token went away five years old to my hit points uh, anywhere between five years old to you know to 18 like the guards are very few people that are older than that it seems like they managed to get most of the younger generation of the town into the inn fairly quickly uh but not necessarily a lot of the adults um of the adults that are there, there are a few that look like they're in charge. Uh, and if you ask, uh, Karam will introduce you to uh, Casimir, the alderman, who is basically the leader of the the people at the moment. Uh, who is this this ancient looking elf? Y'all have seen elves of a variety of age. You have never seen an elf that looks like he just fell off a charm bracelet before. Um, which which so this is definitely the oldest elf any of you have ever seen that at least physically looks their age as opposed to the semi-immortal individuals you have come in contact with prior. <laughs> age just hints of all at once yeah. the last few years. Yeah. It's, like, it's, it's all in the last six months, really. It's like, it's like you're fine, and then it's like, oh, oh shit, I'm about to die. It's, it's the, <laughs> the, 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 Astiff, the Astiff movie sketch. What did you get for your birthday? I got older. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Uh, uh, is there anything in particular you're wanting to talk to people about, Tanya? Uh, yeah. Um, or any person? Basically, uh, if like um, if they need anything immediately here, what they know about the the thing on the other side of the way, if any of them have uh seen what's over there before anything about that I <laughs> would bring up what i know of yeah. the um uh, uh some sort of very powerful magic user and the connection to the shadow fell right so you yeah. end up so you shadow end up fell. talking mostly to karam then because he's the one that's been making most of the journeys outside the wall to get things um mm -hmm. we're fine for supplies at the moment I've been harvesting what I can in short bursts from the various farm from the various farmsteads that are still operational. The undead aren't as much interested in going into buildings if there aren't victims inside, and unfortunately most of the people here are dead. As far as the spellcaster, I know who you speak of. A few weeks back a what seemed to be a wandering hedge wizard, Valmoroth, came to town. And I believe this Valmoroth is the person you're looking for. Delneroth with a Z? Uh, Valnaroth. V-A-L-N-A-R-O-T-H. Do I know that name? No, that is not a name that, that, that you have ever come across before. Okay. He happened to have been uh, anything that, in in retrospect, but probably not at the time, but in retrospect, might be might might make you think of of the shattered skull. If you are familiar with that, he takes a minute. I've heard the title before in my time as a Tyrian guard, but. Nothing that immediately jumps out at me thinking of Valnoroth. No, wait. He did have an icon amongst his possessions that I noticed at one point, though I 
didn't quite, didn't press him on it. Uh, it did look to be some form of skull. I see. You couldn't notice that. Hmm? So when did when did all this start happening? A week after he arrived. The fog rolled in first, then the undead came. Spilling out from the graveyard as the ancestors of the Vlakti people came back in droves. The people closest to the graveyard were hit first, and I did the best that I could with what guard I could find to rally people into the building. He sort of pats the lantern on his hip. If I didn't have this, more people would have died. Did this Velnoth say anything about their business or whether they were just passing through or what brought them to the area? Most people that live here live here either because they are farming or retiring. We didn't really pressure him into revealing his business and no one really felt the need to ask, unfortunately. So. <coughs> did he ask any questions when he did come into town? None beyond the usual. Where's the where's the general store? Who do I need to talk to for shoeing my horses and the like? Who's that? I'm gonna point over to the very old elf because uh, I'm curious. Who's that? No, oh, that's Casimir, the alderman. De facto leader of the village at the moment. <laughs> And you can see, you can see at the moment he's sort of like passing out uh, supplies to 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 the various groups mm -hmm. of people in the inn. Well, we're gonna try and go over there and uh, stop them. So we will stop. Hey, you didn't ever interact with with Velnoth. Uh, directly or see what he was doing to cause this at all? Not beyond my duties as a folk guard, no. But uh, there was an reportedly an unearthly howl coming from the graveyard just before the fog rolled in. Um, can I put these pieces together to like do an arcana or something for likely causes types of magic that would do this and potential relevant aspects of a solution. Sure. Uh, either arcana or religion. One of the two. Um, and I'm spending my dubious knowledge on this. Okay. Uh, so I get advantage and I know things even if I don't succeed. 20. So based on what the, based on the all the descriptions and information you've gathered, you imagine that there is some sort of necrotic conduit that has been constructed somewhere in the graveyard. Um, that is likely if it, powering either the effect on the village, powering the necromancer themselves, powering potentially the fog. Is this like a lich phylactery that's usually subtle, or is it probably it, something pretty obvious? It varies. Um, it could be a variety of things, but given the given the power on display at the moment, probably something very obvious. 
Right. Well, it's going to be well defended, but we should just go after the source. First, there will be a necromantic artifact focus. It should be pretty obvious, at least from a magical standpoint. I mean, if it's putting out this much power, and it's probably in that graveyard. As you, as you get closer to the graveyard, be on the watch for the walls of frost. Shortly after the fog rolled in and we managed to get everyone into the inn, when I went out for our first scouting of supplies, the graveyard was completely walled off by these massive spiked walls of ice. Um, you got any extra climbing gear? We may have some. I'll have to check. If not, the general store will have some you could use. So you'd have to get to it. He sort of looks at the group view. And you can tell he's sort of weighing his options. He's, he's sort of weighing the likelihood of you all surviving your encounter. I can climb over a wall. Which one of you... This requires some special attunement, but... If you're confident in your ability to deal with this menace, I could loan you this. He says, uh, indicating the, the lantern on his hip. How much of a danger would that put this in into? I wouldn't be able to retrieve it if you died in the graveyard. And it has been my principal means of acquiring supplies. The good news is we do not plan on dying. Make a persuasion roll, Ariel. If we take a longer time, we he shouldn't leave people entirely without protection. We might not make it, but we'll try really hard. I can take it <laughs> if you'll let me. Might not make to it. To be clear, thank you. We will make it. Oh no, we're going to kill this fucker. Give me a persuasion roll, Ariel. Um, I'm going to sort of pull Valdeth aside for a moment. I'm not questioning our ability to deal with this. I wouldn't have dragged everyone here if I didn't think we were ready, and we wouldn't have been assigned this if we weren't capable. However, if, if we, we go out there, and at the same time this inn is attacked, we're leaving them defenseless. Hmm. However, I think once the mastermind is under attack, he'll be recalling most of his forces to try and defend himself. Or those forces will retaliate against the nearest thing. In either case, if we go out there without the lantern and they attack, I don't feel like if they're directed to attack here, the lantern will, strictly speaking, stop them because we were still fighting those things when he came in with the lantern. Fine. Looking at Ariel, Karam just goes, I knew several people that were like you. I'm sure you did. You did not know me. Hmm. Can I with try and make that persuasion? To, with respect to those that you did know. There's just, a, there's just a very slight but morbid grin on his face as he reaches over. You don't need to. The 15 was enough. As he reaches okay. over and uh, unhooks the lantern from his hip and holds it out. I've got the room for it if it requires attunement. It does. 
I've got the room for it, and I'm one of the two hardest in this party to kill. Uh, if you look up uh, magical items in D&D Beyond, it is a ghost lantern. I will find a ghost lantern. How far away from the inn is this graveyard? Is it going to be out of the range of the ghost lantern? We won't be able to see if something attacks here. Correct. It's uh, across the road. It's uh, across the street and down the road a little bit. He points. Uh, uh, he, he, you can't see anything because you're inside the inn, but he sort of points just down, just south, uh, in the south. Due south from the entrance that I brought you through, and you'll find the mm -hmm. church. You'll find the cathedral, which has been overrun, uh, and the graveyard. If you can't figure out a way to get into the graveyard over the walls, there may be an entrance to the cathedral. Okay. I could, if we're... Well... Right. <coughs> possibly leave something here to prick these people if we're worried about that. It, I could do that as well. We could leave our familiars and they could let us know if, if they get attacked. <laughs> it should be system. within should be within range. Mm-hmm. Doesn't look like it's a very long trek to the to the graveyard. We just have to get over that wall or around it. So mm -hmm. won't be a problem for Scuzz or I. Likely you two can climb with your things. Does anyone have climbing equipment in their adventuring tool starter kit that I didn't take because I took money instead? Uh, <laughs> I can I can just climb. Uh, yes, things. I do actually because I have the Dungeoneer's yeah. pack. Gen has one of those too, actually. I don't. I have rope. I have a rope as well. That's it. <laughs> Yep. I, I did have rope, and then it disappeared. But, but I can turn into something that can climb. Okay, two. so we've got two engineers packs, three people who can climb of... One who, if need be, can fly. Oh, to... that's right. I actually have a potion of flight. So one of us can fly without expending our flight abilities. So a potion of flight? Yes, it will only work today. Right. Very well. Um, but yes, uh, I was, I was, I was planning on saving it for obviously this fight. Yeah. But I well, can. This won't help you with any of the other things that your form no. change will do. So yes, I'll give I was, to Tanya I was... my. Uh, here's the full description. It works for ten minutes. It's not very fast. But for getting over a wall or giving you some high ground to aim from. Assume you meant Ariel then? Yes. Yep. Ithram. Thinking yes. that Sorry. Ariel was acting prissy and then I immediately called her to Tanya. <laughs> hmm. yes, do you probably. have Thanks. do you have flight magic? I mean it's an understandable I... error. Unfortunately, do not. I have the ability to summon creatures that can fly, but that is the extent. Um, 
Also, the Dracolich blade is not a finite number of feet. Let me check. Does can can Chowder fly? No. No, and also they're outside the village. That would be the worst idea. Um, (laughs) So my Dracolich form is not a one-use expend thing. So I could just trans. I can transform and fly. Ariel can use a flying potion, and I can carry. Someone can use a flying potion. I can carry the leftover person. And one of and one other leftover person can ride with uh, Titania if she turns into something large enough to carry someone. What was it? Was Karam? Karam, yes. I turned to Karam. And, How thick is this wall of ice? I'm not certain myself. It's tall enough that I can't see the top through the fog, um, and thick enough that you can't see through it. So I'm confused. Am I uh, am I am I transforming, or am I using the flying potion? If you use the flying potion, you won't have to transform until the fight starts. Yep. Fair point. I can do that. I can turn into. Yeah. I, I would prefer that a... you be at full fighting capability during the fight. So, use my otherwise useless potion. I am perfectly happy with that because that was that was sort of when I when I hope to be able to use it. Why do you ask how thick the wall is, Ithram? One of the creatures I can summon uh, could possibly melt through the wall. Is that the dragon? Again, I yes, feel like uh, the answer here is to expend the minimum number of resources possible. Well, we will have this creature for an hour, so. Cool. Could come in handy in the fight as well. That, that level of preparation being available beforehand might be useful, yes, but I think this is all speculation until we get to the wall. Not oh. to be a fatalist. But just in case, uh, Carolina, would you care to cram that pearl in your ear and let your supervisor have a ground report before we go off and potentially risk our lives? Yeah, I was waiting until we were done with our rest. I know. It's not so much about our chances of making it back as the resources the town might need. We're not exactly equipped to help farmers get reset up and clear away a a zombie corpses. Once the corpses stop animating and trying to kill them, they'll be we'll be able to rebuild some amount. Though, I imagine with the amount of people we've lost, we may just end up moving to a different town. We probably have resources to help with whatever you decide to do. Um, the trick at the moment not. is, once you enter the fog, even with that lantern, we can't escape. I don't know yeah, if any of you that's... tried to turn around and go back after you entered, but you would have found it impossible. Mm-hmm. Good to know. Then this thing has to die. Old Shucky Dong. How unfortunate we must kill this thing. 
There's so, one more piece of information that I don't know how useful it will be, but one of the farmers that died saw the necromancer prior to expiring. They really? found him outside the cathedral. Uh, as he uttered his last breath, he said something particularly strange, and I'm not sure what to make of it, but maybe you'll have more information. Apparently, the necromancer had ripped the skin from his arms, and I have no idea what that means. Arcana? From his own arms? Religion Yeah, from his own arms. Religion check, yeah. Yeah. Because that sounds vaguely familiar, but I have that could less just than be zero idea. Can make that. That's a weird ritual, my make guy. A, make a religion roll. I'm. Who knows? Maybe. I'll try it. Nope. Creepy. It's creepy. Um. So Carolina and Ithram. Carolina, you, you've, you've, actually for both of you, you would have been things that you have read, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. There are certain sects to the followers of Rethorb that devote themselves to the idea of the power of lichdom. So much so that they often will carve off parts of undead and attach them to themselves believing that it provides them some sort of necromantic power boost, basically. Like, you know, the closer you are to death without dying before you become a lich, the more powerful your necromancy will be. Uh, So, uh, a necromancer that believes this may very well have cut their arms off and replaced them with the arms of an undead mage of some kind, which could theoretically provide them with a substantial power boost. That wouldn't mark him as a devotee, or at least someone who's taking cues from the followers of Rethor. Yes. It's a way of boosting power, um, which in theory does work for the reasons they think or not. Um, However, I want to reiterate something our primary target should be the focus he's using to keep this undead horde happening. If he's not absorbed in a continuous ritual, there's some magical necromantic object or siphon or ley line that he is using for this. Of course. Taking that down will probably give us a better shot with him, but will also help the village a lot more than taking him, the person, down. Especially if he has others working under him or or summoned allies. Demolishing that takes first priority, yes. So I'm going to leave... Uh, Garnet here, and I'll I'll um, ask Garnet basically like if the um if the inn starts getting attacks to basically get close enough to do the light beam, uh, kind of where she sees us fighting, presumably, so you can kind of go way far up and presu- and hopefully over the wall 
as a signal. Okay. Uh, Garnet understands your order. Cool. Yeah, and Ithram will spend uh, the hour recasting Find Familiar to change Mal's form into that of a jackal. Okay. Well, as you all begin to take a short rest and Karam goes to look at and see if they have any extra sets of climbing gear for you, uh, that's where we're going to take our break. So if you're watching on Twitch, uh, please stay tuned for these commercial messages. Also, if you need to, be sure to get up, stretch your legs, get yourself a drink, use the bathroom, etc. Uh, practice self-care, and we'll be back in just a few minutes. We're back. Hello, everybody. Sorry for the long break. So, you all are taking a short rest. Um, Karam checks and they unfortunately do not have any climbing sets in the uh, climbing gear in the inn because the one-armed orc didn't think to grab climbing gear while he was out doing supply runs. Fair. Uh, Alright. So, uh, he does tell you where the general store is. Uh, basically, in order to get to the general store, you'd have to go so, the inn is due north of the cathedral and graveyard. Uh, basically, you just keep going down the street south, and you'll hit the, and you'll hit those two buildings. Uh, if you instead turn left, which would be going east, but if you head south to get to the graveyard, if you head east uh, down the road a little bit, you'll find a market square, and on the northern side of the market square is the general store. So if you feel that you if you feel that you need that you can go that way, and again I think we've worked out an alternative. Yeah, yeah. the alternate route would be to go through the cathedral, if there is if that way is not blocked. Yeah. I think among the group of us, I think my personal favorite plan is to expend as little resource as we can getting up over the wall, and cut our time getting into that fight as short as possible. Yeah. Great. Yep. We oh. have a set of things that doesn't require anyone to use climbing gear. Well, if you're ready to go. Also, you can have my pitons when you pry them from my cold, dead hands. <laughs> if you're ready to go. And Valdeth, you've attuned to the, to the lantern. Yep. There's really no reason you would need them. You have spider climb <laughs> all the time. Yes, Ghent is just being a shit because he thinks it's funny. <laughs> if you do die, it looks over at Valdeth. If you die, try to make it outside the cathedral. If I'm dying, I will be the last person standing, probably, and I will run. Maybe run before there's only one of us left. Generally. Uh, Carolina, do you send a message to... Yeah, so... Koenig. As the short rest ends, just so that there's no one more messenger runs in right before. <laughs> Carolina's read lots of books. Many of them were actually fictional. Um, I also have a message to send while that's going on, but go ahead. She first. will send a update report with all the information we have, the additional data about the guy and the civilians in their location, and the ghost lanterns seem to have an effect on the fog, the fog, the zombie, you know, all the information. Okay. So it'll take a few a few castings of sending from your... Yeah. From your that's advanced... What the ring, that's what the thing is for. Yeah, from your advanced Link Pearl. Uh, eventually, uh, you get back... Info dump received. 
Good hunting. If I don't hear from you in a few days, I'll assume you're dead. Yeah. Uh, she I'll was more professional about it than I was, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still a lot of information. <laughs> it is still an exposition dump, yeah. but... Yeah, um, while that's happening as well, Valdeth will also use her advanced link pearl to contact Adam and just basically, here's the general situation. We're about to do something dangerous. This town is in danger. It'd be nice if you were there to be backup in case we die to get these people out. After a little bit, we'll pack up and head that way. Do you tell them about Ghost Lanterns? Yes, I tell I tell them if they have a ghost lantern on hand, it'll be useful for getting through the fog. We'll figure it out. He's like, damn it, I just ate our last ghost lantern for breakfast. <laughs> so I I have I have called in a form of cavalry in case we all die. I mean uh 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 Adam is a mounted fighter, so it, he is literally cavalry. <laughs> In terms of cavalry, it might not be what the people who've just had their lives ravaged by necromancy want to see, but they're not a bad choice. Huh? Like, no. Okay, so you, you gather your things and you prepare. Uh, Karam lifts the stone slab up so you can get out. Yep. Hopefully the next I time will. you try to get back in, the fog will be gone. If it isn't, throw a torch over the wall. Okay. We will. Thanks again. Good luck. Wrong arm. Hang on, this one. <laughs> <laughs> his left I'm arm is gone. Use... He only has his right. <laughs> oh, wait. No, I'm going to wait on that. After you're all out, It's down. So, this is going to be effectively a chase, but not quite in the way they normally work. Um, your starting location is the end. Your end location is going to be the crypt. Uh, the, where, this, where, you've, where you're sensing this energy coming from uh, in the graveyard. So, uh, you're going to make a series of rolls that are either going to be stealth or survival, basically, to get there. But before each roll, you'll all have a chance to do something that you think will, that will, that will benefit what you're doing based on what you're seeing. You know that there are a near uncountable number of undead entities in this town. So fighting your way there is not a healthy strategy. Fortunately, we had the lantern that makes them not realize we're there. Only at a certain distance. Yeah, they can probably still see us if we get too close. Yeah, exactly. Um, so... For the first round, getting from the end, where are you wanting to go? Um, I think because it's literally across the street, I think we're crossing straight to that wall. So straight to yeah. the cathedral first, and then the yeah. mm -hmm. wall. So because oh. what's what's directly no, across the trying, street? We're getting to the wall, going over the wall. Yeah, let me let me clarify your directions. What's immediately across the street is the cathedral. Down the road past the cathedral is the wall. Okay. Yeah, so we don't know what's in the cathedral, and that's potentially a more dangerous unknown. So straight across to the cathedral, cut down to the wall, up and over it. Okay, so you're heading to the wall of the cathedral. All right. 
And we've played enough Diablo games to know never just go straight into the cathedral. No, <laughs> always go straight into the cathedral. Got it. So, I mean, run into the cathedral. I've was... played enough D&D to know don't go straight into the cathedral. So your first roll is going to be a stealth roll. What do you all want to do to add to the stealth roll? Fire repeatedly into the air. <laughs> you can do that if you so desire. Yeah. Um, Valdeth is going to put away her weapons into the infinite armory um, and is probably going to take it slow. Okay. And Ken's going to ask Ariel, have you actually seen Point Break? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Does shape water affect this fog at all? Mm, uh, You can try. Yeah, he'll try. Okay, so you're gonna, try, you're gonna try using shape water. Valdeth's gonna drop the pace. Yeah. yeah. I but. was gonna try a similar thing with Druidcraft because I can make puffs of wind. I don't know. Would Carolina have told us what she uh Yeah, to Carolina would have communicated that, though she would also have communicated that if the ghost lantern is keeping them from sensing the immediate area, we probably don't want to fuck with that. It's more of a distractionary tactic. When they're already sensing us, yeah. Leave it somewhere. Far away, yeah. And be on like the edge of the ghost lantern radius, possibly. Yeah, but that also might just draw them towards our vicinity. But not close enough to us that that they're like, oh, let's go within 60 feet of the 30 foot radius. Do you want to like, like, would would you want to like, Use like do gust of wind stuff like or doing uh, b- a yeah, bit like of wind like behind us or off to the left or off to the right yeah. so it's not in your immediate path. That yeah, that was pretty much it to like draw things away from your immediate path. Mm-hmm. That's something you can yeah, do because yeah. it's got a range. Yeah, yeah. Gent's going to be keeping an eye out to try and navigate our best course, looking at the ground surface specifically to see what's going to muffle our footsteps best okay. in terms of what sort of terrain we're crossing. So. Before we do stealth checks, I need a wisdom check from Titania and an intelligence check from Ithram, uh, and then a survival check from Ghent. Yeah, because there's not a lot I can do as a fighter to really affect this. I don't have any equipment that would help, but I can try not to make as much noise as I think. Yeah. Rolled so many 12s today. Okay. 19. 18. And with the slower pace that Valdeth is setting, you can all make stealth checks with advantage. Sweet! Which makes it a normal stealth check for me. Yes. 19! Yeah! Nice. 25. 18. 7! I only got a 30. Are you okay, Skuz? Druid, I swear to God! (laughs) I have advantage. I forgot about it. This, this, that was the druid. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. Druid. <laughs> and barbarian. Barbarian. <laughs> druid. Team nature. Druid and barbarian, I swear to God. <laughs> so It's fine. It's a cumulative roll and someone rolled a fucking 30. <laughs> <laughs> Between the the distractionary measures that Titania and Ithram are doing, uh, and the guidance that Ghent is trying to provide, you manage to stealth across the road to the cathedral just fine. When you reach the you reach the cathedral and you sort of reach the corner of it, so you can see both down the street towards where the where the graveyard would be and along the side, you 
can, you don't even need to make perception checks. You can all hear the sound of things in the cathedral moving around and shuffling. They do, they do not all sound like zombies. Probably worth not going in there right now. Still not good, though. <laughs> like, yeah, not all zombies. Some of them are skeletons. Some of them might be <laughs> Some of them might be. Some of them are just regular zombies. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you, you can, like, you can distinctly hear these things. So your next tack is going to be going around the corner, past the front door of the cathedral, towards where the graveyard is. I'm assuming the door is shut. You or is it wide open? You can't tell from here. Okay. You won't be able to tell until you pass it. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, is there anything else anyone would like to try on this next stealth check? Uh, Being the person who's sort of directing the pace, Valdis is going to pause in the doorway and make sure, like, if it is open, she's going to wait until she's pretty certain nothing is looking directly at it and then move. Okay. Um, Caroline is going to try and be an extra pair of eyes out for any other hordes that might be heading back to base camp or something um, that we would need to stop for or go around at the edge of the thingy mabob. Mm-hmm. Anyone else? Ithram's gonna and bring skip. up the re- Ithram's gonna bring up the rear and once if the door is closed, uh, if it's open, he's going to attempt to close it. But if it's already closed, he's going to cast a movable object on it. Okay. So that door does not fucking open. <laughs> That's good. Next eight hours. Solid, solid plan. <laughs> Literally, immovable. I've booted your Great cathedral. Great plan, unless it turns out the thing we need is in the cathedral. There are well, hopefully it's not the other door. Can, only can, door. You, can you drop that spell if you need to? I don't even have to concentrate. It's just for the next eight hours, that door is there and it's not moving. Yeah. I mean, to that be fair, door, so we could get somewhere else in the. To be, to be fair, if we really, really need to and we need to get into that cathedral, there I can are dispel windows. it. Yeah, you can dispel yeah. it and there are windows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ken's going to ride that 18 as long as he can. <laughs> is our unstoppable force because that's the only thing that can. I so, can beat this immovable object. Everyone, also uh, the if you're still going slow, everyone make stealth checks with advantage. Uh, Carolina, give me a perception check as well. Nine. I, I couldn't keep rolling well on stealth. I'm wearing heavy armor. Clunk, 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 clunk. 21. Thank you for giggling. It's a giggling. So you're not attracting hordes of things. Uh, Carolina, you're keeping an eye out. Um, uh, Valdeth, as you stop, the door is open. One, so it's this large, it's this large double doors basically, and one door is slightly ajar. I'm going to say for that for that seven, you haven't been seen or noticed. But as you stop and look, you see the door, and you also see a body laying in the doorway. So closing that door will move that body and probably make some noise. Possibly. Yeah. That body may sense being moved. Yeah, and start moving itself. So, not gonna lie, I was super excited for the possibility of you go up to the door and go to o- close it, and then somebody's face is there. Thank God you're here. <laughs> and then you have to shut the door on them. <laughs> cast a movable object. Uh, well, the door's <laughs> open right now. So, in order to cast a movable object, it has to be closed. Uh, Ithram, do you still want to try to close it with the body in the way? 
How big is this body? It's a humanoid. It's a dead okay. humanoid corpse. Cor- corpse. Humanoid corpse. It's a dead humanoid corpse. I've seen plenty of corpses everywhere. Plenty of corpses uh, all over the place. Uh, you go down 57, you can see corpses coming out their ears. Is it armored or just clothed? Just clothed. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to yank the body to the outside and then cast a movable object. The question, do you want to yank it to the outside or do you want to push it inside, close the door and cast a movable object? You have Mage Hand? No. Okay. <laughs> Mage nope. Hand can move 10 pounds. I'm pretty sure a corpse yeah. weighs more than 10 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> As I... I mean, a human head weighs about 10 pounds. You can just kind of... A human head on average weighs 11 pounds. You can't even move that. (laughs) We don't know that this is human, and we don't know what shape the body is in. It could be be sliced into ribbons, and we just have to move each individual. You're missing a brain is lighter, Jack. Jeez. I I also, (laughs) for my personal ruling, I read read the mage hand thing as the mage hand itself can exert 10 pounds of force. Which means that, yeah, you're not going to be moving that body fast, but you can very slowly and yeah, arduously just like tugging off on the hood. <laughs> just... Maybe not the best tactic. Yeah. So again, I want to reiterate: this body may sense being moved. We'll find out. It, uh, you yeah, go to push okay. it, and it just Are so you... happens like there's something stuck, <laughs> stick out that's scraping. It goes across, so you start pushing you into here. Are you are you getting any help with attempting to shove the body in and close the door, or pull the body out and close the door? I would recommend shoving it in and closing the door, and then immovable object the door. Uh, is anybody going to help me? <laughs> you see, it's from like getting okay. okay. I'll go up and give you a hand. So you're give me an athletics check with advantage. Athletics check with this advantage. is this is for moving the body and closing the door at a, at speed, basically. Strong wizard. What? Do you the have actual, inspiration? What the actual fuck? It's because I went to help. Yeah. Do you have inspiration? Oh. I think everyone had one from last session. No, no, I used it. Uh, I had, so, I had, I had oh one last God. session, but I used it. With Holy double shit. ones. With double wow. With what do you do? You accidentally push me into the cathedral? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> with double ones. You uh, both go tumbling. You in. reached. Out, you I both. Just... You both reach down to grab the body, and you pick it up so that you can lob it in. It doesn't pick up all the way, and that's kind of weird. And you look over, and there is a an entity sitting just inside the door that was chewing on this thing, this body's head. That sort of looks at you like. Huh? <laughs> oh, same, go, go, same go, 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 slam the door, immovable object, uh, slam door, immovable object. <laughs> so it's going to get an attack on you before you, before you can get a chance to slam the door because you rolled two natural ones. Yeah, that's fair. My God. We don't know what an investment <laughs> What are you doing here? Funny. What are you doing here? <laughs> I just like the sound that this creature made. Huh? <laughs> like, no. uh, can check off confused and undead. You're not an elf, right? Nope. Okay, cool. Oh, shit. <laughs> God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> you're about to get clawed by a ghoul. 
Does a 13 hit you? No. Okay. So as this Even without my shield. As no. this as this rank infested claw slashes out at you. You grab the handle of the door and pull back and slam. In the meantime, like I grab the head and it's like, no thank you, dear. Push it back inside and pull my hand out right the- Yeah. Uh, so one hand door one hand is on the 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 handle and then the other one is in the pouch pulling out the necessary gold dust and then it's just like nope and then <laughs> you cast a movable object immediately there is a sound of scraping and banging on the door <laughs> on the other side nuts, buddy. time to go time to go time to go and you quick march away Move quickly <laughs> you are now there is now a ruckus happening at the cathedral um but which might draw things away from where we're going which which rapidly you stop being able to hear it as you get away from it once once it leaves the once it actually actually once it leaves the the 30 foot range of the ghost light you stop being able to hear the door slamming um and you get to this massive wall of ice that is basically just like a few feet away from the corner of the uh of the the cathedral you cannot see the top of this wall all right time to go up gent gent just puts his foot on the wall and starts trying to walk up it with the cloak of eric nidia you want to take one of the grappling hooks and rope I don't think if Certainly. if if we've Catalina already sorted out that we don't need that. Yeah, if if Catalina carries someone with her wings and Titania carries someone with her wings when she turns mm-hmm. into a flying thing, that's everyone able to get up there. Yes, but that doesn't do much for our retreat now, does it? Fair, but hopefully our retreat <laughs> will be after we've killed this. Also, thing. Scuzz has slippers of spider climb, so Scuzz doesn't need to be carried up. Yeah, no, the two people that need to be carried are Valdeth and Ithram. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's just like it literally, literally like goes to the wall Ariel and just starts just climbing has a up. Really slow fly speed if she uses the potion. Yeah. Uh, but. So yeah, get you climb up rapidly, outpacing the person with the ghost light, uh, and find yourself standing on top <laughs> yeah. of a frozen wall of ice, looking down into a foggy abyss. I'm a wait right here. I will turn <laughs> into a Dracolich and I'll carry Valda. All right. <laughs> This is my island. You fly up. <laughs> Scuzz, you walk up. Ariel, are you drinking the potion? Yes, yes. You fly up. Titania, what are you turning into to carry Ithram? Uh, large thing would be able to carry Ithram, right? Yes. Yeah. Giant fly. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Giant Get flies a. large. Yeah. Yes, giant flies giant are large. Giant fly, beast, unaligned, large. All right. Hilarious. <laughs> so, Ithram, you look, you, you, Titania is sort of like going through, Titania's like going, like going through mental notes and you sort of look up to see where everyone else is going. And then you turn and look to, look to the side and there is the biggest fly you have ever seen in your life staring at you with multifaceted eyes. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that this would that you would be a bird, but 
Yeah. <laughs> and it's and it's and it's a deep buzz. It's it's kind yeah, of like it's, like, it's, it's kind of like if somebody is like running like a lawnmower a <laughs> like near you kind of well, thing. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's like, the boom. it's the noise it's the noise that you hear when like it becomes a massive swarm of insects when it just gets <laughs> deeper and deeper the more than there are it's like that. Bzzz. But even even that pitched down though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh you probably got about a split second to jump on before she's going straight for that lantern. <laughs> I crave the lamp. Oh, no. in, wild, in, in wild shape, you keep your mental faculties. Yeah. Uh, Titania still goes benefits. for the lamp. If it was polymorph, absolutely. Titania would be like. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Just lamp post bending under the weight of a giant fly. <laughs> So the, right, yeah. the 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 do I do I climb on? Do you grab me? What is this? Are you gonna grab Ithram or are you gonna let Ithram climb I, on? I mm. if you don't move fast enough, he's gonna like just start walking up to the side. Yes. Mm. <laughs> nice bug. <laughs> nice Titania bug. <laughs> you knew about well, you knew about Mothman. Now meet his daughter, Bug Girl. <laughs> Fly Girl. Fly Girl. Uh, so he'll get on, I guess. Yep. All right. So you... Onward, noble steed. <laughs> <laughs> Like the question mark. In so there. those of you that are up, those of you that are up on top of the wall. Is waiting. it the noble or the steed part that's giving you the question here? From out of the fog, this <laughs> giant fly rises up. From, uh, never a more regal sight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then once once everyone is up, Valdeth will signal for Carolina to carry her down. Yeah. <laughs> You I'm all. doing my best to keep everyone in range because Ariel can only move so fast right yeah. now. You can all give me stealth checks. Uh, to Tanya, yours is at disadvantage. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Gent, before we descend, Gent is going to fasten at least, one, at least one grappling hook to the top of the wall and throw the, the rope down the inside. The disadvantage had to hit me at some point. <laughs> or then... <laughs> These are just flat stealth checks. Like every oh, other. Oh fuck! Every yeah. other. Seth and I are not. Oh, I thought these the were in his team. I thought these were at regular advantage. Every every disadvantage stealth roll that I have made prior these to that one ended up being advantage. fine. These are just regular, yeah. And a fourteen. Uh, Jesus! Is that a one? Right. That that's, is a one, a one for Scuzz. Yeah. That's a one. So a yeah. natural one. You, a natural oh, you're not high enough level yet to have. Darn it. You don't have I'm not yet. yet, no, but I do have an inspiration. I'm going to use that. <laughs> do I have to make one since I'm on the back of a giant fly? Or Yeah, because it's, it's, it's also visual stealth. It's making okay. sure that you're not doing anything that's drawing attention to you while you're being carried. There we go, a 24. <laughs> you are so stealthy. Yeah, everybody's going to be like... Because I'm just really loud. Yeah, nobody's going to be hiding in the furs of the when, fly. We're supposed to bring Ithram. Where the fuck? <laughs> he puts his head out. I'm here. <laughs> oh shit! Aethra's being hidden by the wings, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, holy shit! This is so funny. Geez. Oh god! I'm just like a little bit so, above everybody, or or behind, like slowly just watching, descending. Just <laughs> watching this like mass quantity of, of of fuckery that's going on as people people fail stealth rolls. Some of us. For the, so for the most part, 
uh, Titania rolled a four. Uh, for the most part, <laughs> for the most part, the issue isn't that you're not being stealthy. The issue is primarily Carolina dangling Val Death like a like a like a closet full of pans. <laughs> Just like clang, clang, clang. Wind chime. <laughs> I have I have no control over my body swaying while I'm being carried exactly. by my arm. That's, that's, the, no. that's the thing. Oh, it's like you're, just, you're not able to keep the plates from clanking it's, very loudly. It's the pots and pans so, and cans on the back of the weird just married card. Yeah, kind of like exactly. So like there's just there's just clang, 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 clang. that is also being drowned semi drowned out by bzzz of this giant fucking. <laughs> Fly. Oh, brilliance. <laughs> we are a one of us had the team. option to pick what we transformed into. <laughs> you oh end up at the bottom of this. Uh, uh, you end up at the bottom of the wall, which uh, 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 you know, there's nothing immediately around you that you can see. But we are going to roll initiative because lair actions happen when you make that much noise. <laughs> oh, Fair. joy. Fair. I mean, we're in the home stretch. The lair actions are going on. Yeah, I assume I use my initiative for this just instead of the fly's initiative. Uh, your physical, well, your physical, roll, so. yeah, your physical traits are replaced, so you do use the okay. fly's initiative. Okay. I'm going Jesus before Christ, the lair Sarah. actions. Sorry, that was an intelligence roll. <laughs> Hang on. That's a natural one. So Holy two. fuck, Jeremy! How did you get that? A plus twelve. Um, a Alert, a, a very specific set of 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 features and traits. By the thirty, the fact you have a plus twelve to a roll. I have a very plus specific fi- set of plus skills. five. Uh, plus five <laughs> because of alert. Um, and then as a gunslinger, you add something to your initiative as well. Like, yes. Yeah. Gunslinger, you add like it's no, it's like Dex or something like that. Ariel's um, like I have very, your Dex. Think it's your intelligence. Ariel's like I have a very specific You're right, set it of might skills, be and those skills are going first. Yes, they are. <laughs> you goddamn right. Um, she can but yeah, be in melee as the gunslinger. Carbo, who said I was going to be in melee? You every fight. <laughs> That's not true. Only when I don't have the opportunity to shoot first. The problem is we get ambushed. Uh, oh, you had your proficiency bonus here initiative. That's the thing. Yeah, that's Quick yeah. yeah. Uh, Ithram, you turned Mal into a jackal. Did you bring Mal with you, or did you leave Mal behind? No, stay, he stayed at the. Yeah, we left okay, both of them. Okay, so Mal behind. has a jackal. Is behind. Got it. Tripled right. his hit points and also his damage output potential. <laughs> so, uh, and here we will have Valdeath is emanating, uh, emanating light. I'm not emanating light anymore, as a reminder, because. And yeah, as soon as as soon as Valdeath touches down, she will pull out the the staff of thunder and lightning for this fight. Yeah. Yeah, John. So I'm not actually a light source right yep, now. Got it. Um, that, that that's less relevant at the moment because this is a series of skill checks until you get to the crypt. But uh, so uh, Ariel, yep, you hit the ground. 
the temperature in the graveyard, all you can feel this, the temperature in the graveyard is icy cold. Like, it's distinctly colder than it was on the outside of the wall. Um, and you feel something coming. This, the ether in the air has become active. Okay. Well, now would seem like a good a time as any to I am not on the ground for long. Um, well, you still have your how, how long does the potion of flying last? Ten minutes. Ten minutes. So you're it's still flying. Slow. You're still able to fly if you so desire without trying yeah, to. Yeah, just a ten foot that, fly speed. So <laughs> that statement was for effect because I'm taking my angelic form. Fair. <laughs> So yes, as soon as there's a sense like, oh good, they're here, boom, because honestly, what the fuck else am I going to do? All right. Uh, and yeah, I, I'm, I will probably be a good 40 feet up. Right. And are you going to move in deeper into the graveyard or are you going to wait for Valdeth to move before you go any further? Uh, I am going to I'm going to stay where I am. I'm essentially the airborne guard for this group. Like anything I see mm-hmm. I'm calling out or 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 shooting or right, so give me a perception check. Okay. It's it's difficult to do in initiative specifically, but can we assume that everyone is just keeping pace with Valdeth, considering she's the slowest person in the party? Yeah, yeah. We're not we're not going. I'm using the map just so you guys have access to your tokens. We're not actually moving on this map, so yeah, you can absolutely okay. assume that everyone is keeping within that thirty feet of Valdeth while they move. So twenty one. All right. Uh, so you're not seeing any creatures yet, but you are keeping a sharp eye out. Uh, Ithram. Uh, yeah, uh, he'll disembark uh, from Titania and <laughs> and uh, just pop out the flailing shield. Okay. Anything else you're doing other than preparing? Um, no, not really. Okay. Uh, Gent. Gent is going to reach out, gently pat Titania on the head. Darling, you're glorious as always, but this is the worst one ever. And keep pace and keep an eye out. He's got Finger the Profane in his left hand. Okay, so you've moved. Ready to do some murders. You're moving, moving, let's say, to the edge of the the light right now. Mm -hmm. At initiative 20, I need all of you except for Ariel, who is flying high enough to avoid it. Uh, to mm-hmm. make uh, dexterity saving throws, I believe. Ooh. Uh, just in your sense apply in this case. Is it something I can see coming that's area of effecty? Um, yes. 17. 19. Nine. Should have stayed on the fly, man. <laughs> I mean, the fly also got hit. <laughs> 16. With a 19? Oh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm not saying that the fly is also in the area of effect. Okay. Um. All right, so that's the DC. So let's see, we've got... Yeah, why are you whispering me your rolls to talk? Because that's what the monster uh, ones do, and it. I don't yeah, know how yeah. to change it. That's fair. 
All right, so uh, Gint, fa- Gint failed, Valdeth failed, Titania succeeded, Ithra if failed, Carolina failed. No, I'm not going to use Indomitable right now. Okay. A lot of rolling. That feels like a lot of dice. I, I realize that. we didn't hear them, but that—that <clears throat> that is the face of those. Were a lot of dice. So everyone except for Titania and Scuzz takes forty-one points, and and Ariel, who doesn't have to roll, takes forty-one points of cold damage. I don't take any damage. Scuzz takes no damage. Take Tanya no damage. takes half. So that'll be 20, <laughs> 20 points of cold damage. Okay. As I this no massive wall of ice just <laughs> erupts from the ground underneath you. I am not a fly anymore. Scuzz walks up the wall of ice. <laughs> You are you are shunted to the inside of it, so you don't have to you don't have to you're it's it's now behind you. Cool. You rolled away. Alright. Carolina. Well, I'm getting off of the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Quite a distance off of the ground because the Dracolich speed is thirty feet. So I'm getting 30 feet up. Um, Are you also still carrying Valdeth or no? No, I assume <laughs> okay. that everyone had disembarked when, before this started, given the way John had explained it. Yes, everyone had disconnected from each other yeah. just before um, the ice shot. No, I'm not carrying the light source up, but I am sort of at the edge of the top part of where the lantern gets. Um. Ugh. Holding my action to dash, other than going up, I'm obviously keeping pace, mm-hmm. and with the idea that if I see anything coming, I'm going to try and get between that and the party. Yeah. All right. Uh, Scuzz. Uh, Scuzz. Scuzz would like to know where this. Where did this wall come from? The ground. How did we get here? Who who casted this? Where is this fucker? Hey, your perception check. Twenty-five. Give me an Arcana check. Wow, Scuzz is rolling nineteens like crazy. It's great. Seventeen. So, you are confident there is nobody in this graveyard other than you guys right now. You're not hearing any movement. You're not hearing any zombies or skeletons. Um, so you don't think the spellcaster is anywhere nearby. With a seventeen arcana, you recall that there was some conversation about the fog, maybe like the, the fog being able to like act as a sensory device. It's possible that the noise that was just the, the the disturbance that was made on the way down was used to target. <clears throat> uh, cool. So, yeah, so Scuzz 
has the hilt of the sun blade and bookmark out. Uh, not activated though. And uh, he is going to hold an action for the first zombie and or not an ally to appear in front of him to stab. Okay. Do you relay any of that information? Uh, very quietly. Okay. Uh, so I think I think the same thing that's happening with the fog, I can't see or hear anything, but I'm pretty sure they could see and could hear us. So whoever whoever had that ready is not nearby. Okay, well. Because they wouldn't, they're not, yeah, they're not within the the sphere of the lantern. Right. So they would have been much further back. Well done. Well, first off, I'm going to second win because fuck. All of ice. That's, 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 that's a lot stronger than a typical thing you would take from a lair action. 1d10 plus 9. 16 hit points back. That was almost half my hit points got taken out in that one thing. I'll take back at 60. And um, Titania, we need that Path Without Trace again now. Because if he's hearing us and targeting that, we need to stop being noticed. And she's going to start moving to get out of the same position. You want to make a stealth check to move? I mean, after Titania has cast Pass Without Trace. Okay. Uh, Titania. All right. I will cast that then. Right. So in that uh, case, uh, are you dropping your fly form or are you staying there? I had I got dropped. Oh, yeah, you out got of it dropped with, the, with the wall. That's I right, took yeah. one point of damage because. Right. So with the new casting, nineteen hit points. Everyone can what? cast. So so with the yeah. new casting of of pass without trace, everyone can make a self check. Yep. And that takes out a third level spell. God <laughs> fucking thirteen. God. Oh yeah, thirty-five. Twenty-three. They're twenty-six. Fifteen. <laughs> Thirty-three. Okay. You all begin. There were, there were no natural ones. You all begin quietly moving forward uh, within the 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 lantern light. Uh, your turns tick by. Initiative twenty comes. Nothing happens. Before that. I definitely drink one of the uh, the one potion that I have. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, if anyone wants right. to wants to take their time, I was gonna say to take it to drink a potion or something. Go ahead, do it. Now. Gent's got a potion that he's drinking. Yeah, yeah I've got I'm drinking my greater. If if anyone would want one, I've got a restorative ointment which has five charges that can heal. Um, I'm going to use. What's the, uh, what's the action economy on using that? Uh, it is. An action, one dose of the ointment can be swallowed or applied to the skin. Okay. It gets you 2d8 plus 2 hit points. Ooh. I would, if you would be willing, I would be very much willing. I'll pass that over to you. I'm going to use my Thank action you. to, yeah, feel free to use as many as you want. Just tell me, because I have to mark how many charges of it are left. Um, what was it, 2d8 plus going, 2? Uh, yeah, 2d8 plus 2. I can roll it for you, actually. Hang on. Oh, all right. I think we already got it. Okay. All right. Just one. 
So you you take a few minutes while you're moving quietly to heal yourselves. Go ahead and make um, additional stealth checks, everyone. Yeah. Um, a few minutes? Well, a few moments. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Stealth. I was going to say, can I, would I have 36. time to um, activate That's my spores? 25. For... Yeah, if you wanted. Protection? Yes, if you, if you okay. so desired. Cool. 33. 20. 19. 33. 25. You pass through the graveyard without inciting another wall of ice, fortunately. Uh, and eventually you, you, you all begin to feel a little of a wave of nausea emanating from a very particular direction within the graveyard. <laughs> which some of you recognize as the telltale sign of deeply powerful necromantic magic. How far, how long has it been? Uh, one, another round. Um, so three rounds? So at this point, this will be, this would be, we're in the third round now. So This is what happens when you, when you set something off and then I activate something that lasts a minute. It's been 12 seconds. Okay. As you're very as you're very quickly but quietly moving through the graveyard. I'm gonna lose my wings before you do because mine also last a minute and I climbed over the wall with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I would like um, taking this extra round to use my action on this to use your sword of women if you don't mind, Titania. Yep. Uh huh. Okay. Go for it. Uh, I can roll it for you. Take a sweet sure. on this. Th- we're in the third round now, so any, any other. I would like to, to activate. M- the Dracolich Spine Blade is in concentration. No, it is not. That I would like to activate full. my magic sight. Okay. I know I probably can't see anything yet, but as we head in that direction. It's a little bit easier to see with uh, with the Ghost Light Lantern around, because it's, it's, it's actively dispersing the concentrated fog. Um, but even with that, with your as you turn your Detect Magic on, you get just a spike of darkness giving you a very clear direction to go through, go to. Yeah. So Carolina will point out even more specifically than this is nausea, um, where we need to go. Right. Well, that will lead towards that way. Everyone give Carole me... Is slowly picking up speed, heading in that direction. Give me another stealth check, everyone. Gent will also take a hit of that ointment if there are any doses left, because he's yep, not feeling there's... great either. Yeah. 17. Just a natural one. 26. 20. 17 hit points for you, and... Thank you. So that's appropriate, because she's definitely going less slow. 22. All right. At the end of this round, you arrive at the entrance to a crypt. Do-do-do. Should all have sight on this. Yep. Yep. Um, Putting myself front because I was front. So yeah, arrange yourselves. Arrange yourselves however you would like. Arrange yourselves however you would like. You're still. This is in the fourth round of initiative right now. Can you all still see your turn order or no? No. Uh, No. No. Because our the the turn tokens are on the wrong map. That's fine. I will add you all back to it and give you your. There's my stupid wing. There we go. Um, do, 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 do. do I get to re-roll my initiative? <laughs> <laughs> now that I'm no longer a fly? No. Darn it. 
Sorry, I'm just, I'm adding. Um, though I will say that I at least suddenly have full hit points again because my token is not linked to my character sheet. So I need to. We took your 41 token, damage. Your right? token is linked to your character sheet. I don't know why it's not represented. No, properly. my health is definitely not reflecting no, I, back I, to I, my token I, properly. I understand that. I'm saying your token is linked to your character sheet. I don't know why it's not representing your health correctly. Uh, Hang on. It's. Does that fix it? Nope, still full. No, because it was never updating the character sheet in the first place. So the D&D oh, Beyond character sheet isn't updating the Roll20 character sheet? No, neither character sheet, neither my Roll20 or my D&D Beyond is Interesting. reflecting any changes made on my token. Hmm. Um, it's fine. I rem John can either check or I think I remember how much health I've taken. It'd been 41 was the damage. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd been back to full, so... You are at 31. Okay, yeah. Why is Ariel in front of me now? Uh, uh, Ariel's flying. Ariel, I mean, I don't know if that's what No, no, that's Ariel me. is in front of you. All right, cool, cool, cool. I am also flying. Okay, yeah. I am. And you wonder why I make I snarky adjusted. comments about the ranged fighter. Ariel has a limited amount of time before her ability to do extra damage to this fucker goes away. So she's not waiting in the back. Same sure here. Add people Hi. To the thing. I have an ability with the same mechanic. Now, now, you're both pretty. <laughs> yes, but mine is big. That's not in question. <laughs> We've established this. Carolina is simmering about it, but not saying anything because the stupid we need to be sneaky. Honestly, I'm just taking the advantage to do it because I have a I have a 31 initiative and I think I can probably get there first. Oh yeah. Probably. Sorry, I'm just correcting everyone's initiative right now. Yep. Uh, da, 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 da. Am I missing anybody on the initiative tracker? Don't think so. I'm there. Yep. Uh, well, you just deleted me off. Or no, there I am. Aha. All right. Everyone should still be there. Good. Okay. Yes. So, you have arrived at this crypt. There are two. T there are two. Uh, there are two um, statues on either side of it. One representing Argon. One representing Dagoth. As many, uh, as many crypts, uh, many crypts have in in graveyards throughout Taram, where uh, one will there will be a statue of Dagoth and then a statue of whatever primary deity of the area is worshipped. Um, okay. There is a pair of there's a large uh, set, of, set of double doors that are currently closed in front of you. Ariel, it is your turn. I am opening those motherfucking doors. All right, you open the doors. They creak. And his open. motherfucking doors. His motherfucking crypts. And there is a very musty smelling 
crypt ahead of you. There is a long hallway with two doors on, on the left and right hand side and directly in front of you that continues down. You can see there is some light further down as well emanating from uh, what seem to be torches on the walls. One, two, three, four, five, six. Don't see anything different yet. We start dashing. Unless was was opening the door my action? Uh, no, it was your interaction. Okay. One, two. As she's running along, you hear coffins on either side. Can you make that aura visible, John? Yeah. So as you round the corner, uh, Minotaur skeleton, you see the skeleton of a Minotaur, just sort of in the middle of patrolling the hallways, <laughs> just sort of <laughs> as it looks at you. Um, question: mm-hmm. I can currently see something way the fuck down here. Uh, way down where? Oh, that uh, that is a statue. That is a statue. <laughs> that is a statue okay, that's on not the a map. person. Because it looks like a person. Yeah, well, it looks like a it looks like a wizardy person in wizardy dark robes. Yeah, and I was gonna say if that is a wizardy person in wizardy dark robes, it's Minotaur skeleton as continues rushing down. <laughs> yeah, no, that is a that is a uh, that is a statue of Dagoth that is far down at the other end of the okay. place. Um, still. I might only have uh, uh, those one, two, three, four, five, six. Ooh. And that is that is it, everything for me. It rolls into the initiative. And it has a plus zero to its initiative modifier. How how much elevation can I get in here? The crypt is fairly low ceilinged. Uh, it's about okay. 30 feet up. So that's so I will keep myself up yeah. fairly high so that hopefully the Minotaur just sees me and starts <laughs> chasing and trying to swing. You can tell that uselessly. yeah, you can tell that it's gonna open up higher in this next room to the south of you, but you can also see that the ceiling in either direction down the hallway you just passed slopes down. Right. Uh that makes it Ithram's turn. It actually probably comes by, you know, Minotaur skeleton and like whistles at it and like starts trying to draw it <laughs> further down. So it's like facing me as yeah. everybody's coming in. Yeah. Ithram's turn. All right. So, yeah. Um, I'll go past a bit. One, two, three, four. Go to about there and then hold his action after hearing that there's a minotaur skeleton uh, for what spell one second do you have spells that bash skeletons into small bits uh, catapult yeah I do have catapult <laughs> uh, for right now though he's going to actually what's that do yeah he's going to have a He's going to toss a spike out on the ground uh, in front of about right about here. So it just clangs on the floor. Okay. 
and then he's going to prepare a catapult. And you hold for when it rounds the corner. Catapult. All right. Uh, Gent. Moving in. One, two, three, four, five, six. And he heard the same, so he's going to hold his attack for if we get a target. <clears throat> All right. Uh, Minotaur shares its initiative point with the lair action, so the lair action goes first. You hear the sound of breath intaking from behind these two doors. <gasps> Sorry, which two doors? Which two doors? <laughs> These two doors. There were two doors in the hallway. Yeah, we can't see those. Yeah. Yeah. So your darkness is a little too tight. It's a little too uh, on the line. I did describe them as being there, but I didn't. I don't think I pinged them properly. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna I say. I, I, I thought you were talking about. This I may have been on the this. wrong layer. Yeah, that's what I figured. Anyway, these two doors. There are two doors right. There are two doors on these two squares. Uh, it's okay because these things didn't exist in those rooms until just now anyway so it doesn't matter necessarily gotcha Uh, because this lair action is uh, called the bone garden oh that sounds lovely Uh, traipsing through the bone garden and the doors bang open as some skeletons step out into view. Hey, I've got a held action that goes off. <laughs> this is where Abram and I's current choice of weapon becomes very relevant. Uh, so yeah. Although, are you going to catapult something at yourself, Ithram? Well, it stops at the first thing it hits. Yeah, but... unless they unless they make the save. <laughs> if he makes the save, you got to dodge. Hey, if there's one way to go, it's by his own spell, I guess. Fair. <laughs> you want to go first, dude? Yeah. Uh, so I believe they actually have to make a dex uh, save. Yeah, DC 17 dexterity saving throw. For this one right here. Uh, roll 16 on the die, which makes it a 18. So yeah, it saves. So he takes half. Uh, no, uh, it misses entirely. Oh, wait, yeah, no, that's true. And so... now you have to make that save. <laughs> Where'd you toss it? It was what, right here? Yeah, it was right here. And then it just yep. gets flung backwards. Unless you were aiming at this one. Were you aiming at this one or this one? Sure, let's just aim it at this one. Okay, so that one dodges and it just smashes through that door that had just been opened and clangs off something on the inside of that room. That seems like a more wizardly move. Let's not throw the spike at me. Would have been cool if I would have caught it. (laughs) Not a monk. Gent, your action also goes off. All right, Gent's got two attacks to the guy directly in front of him. Uh, now I'm just going to make them flat rolls. 26 to hit. Uh, I forgot to do a thing. Um, uh, yes, 26 hits. Okay, he takes 15 magical piercing and 24 also hit. Uh, yeah, 24 also hits. For 16 magical piercing damage. <laughs> Goes down. Splinters! Now only one of them's going to murder me immediately. There's just bone shards everywhere. Uh, 
Bone spurs? Bone splinters? <laughs> shards. Shards. All right. This one's right. nice. We tried it. The, these, not bone, not bone spurs. These are not, these are does, not uh, the, the skeletons really... that kept the president out of his selective service. Uh, does a... With sincere apology to anyone who actually has bone spurs and has had yeah, they're not fun. put up with that for like does a the 14, last four years. Does a 14 hit four, 14 exactly is my armor class. All right. Didn't also roll. fuck the current president. Didn't roll very well. Uh, uh, six. Maybe you should have stayed behind the wizard. Uh, eight <laughs> points of damage as it okay. stabs you with a short sword. <laughs> you can tell there are more skeletons in those two rooms. Yep. That are moving to, to try to get out. Uh, and the Minotaur. Uh, how fast does it move? Uh, All right. I so wish. So you also see further down uh, uh, this large minotaur step into the cross beams and turn to aim at Ariel. Ariel, you're up at the ceiling. Yep. Which I think makes you... Outside of its reach, yeah. Outside it's, of its range, it, it should yeah. be. Yeah, it cannot reach you. So it, Bitch, it you're it, a cow. It swings ineffectively in the air because it's not very <laughs> intelligent. <laughs> uh, Carolina. Yeah. You fight really like a hoping, cow. I was really hoping this Minotaur okay. was the undead remains so, of Staphylus. I have a brilliant plan. Right. I will not. <laughs> Runs up the wall and smacks Ariel out of the air. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, that would be kind of awesome. <laughs> there are no, there are no, there are no um, uh, horseshoes of uh, spider climb on this minotaur. No. He was a monk. He didn't need horseshoes of anything. <laughs> to be fair, I think when you're a, when you're a skeleton, you no longer have your monk. No, abilities. you don't. Because you, you're, you're, you're you, you don't have the mind of the monk who you once were. <laughs> All right. Um, I. I have a 40-foot speed. So... Uh, well, I... I need to check the text of the stupid Dracolich blade again. Um, yeah, so... For some reason, I thought one of the attacks had reach. Oh, yes, it does. My tail has reach. Excellent. Yes. Um, why do I keep miscalculating this? Uh, yeah. So I'm going to just dash to get up to this <laughs> guy. I, I realize I'm going to take some opportunity attacks, but no one else can get up to Ariel as fast as I can. It can't hurt me yet. It'll find something to throw. It'll find something to throw. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but yeah, okay. Something just ran up to but it. But the rest of the group needs to deal with skeletons. 
So I'm running up to there. I believe I take at least one, probably a lot of opportunity attack. Yes, there are a series of short swords that stab out of the door as Carolita runs past. She couldn't see them when she started her move and she's too bullheaded to... I am raging. I for... Yes, bonus action rage, All right. I forgot to say. Uh, that hits you. Cool. Six, 16 on the die plus nine. Uh, yeah. Does a 19 hit you? Yeah. Uh, does an 18 hit you? Yeah. I may need to roll back where I ended up, but... Uh, that's a 19 uh, on the die. AC 16. Okay, so you get hit four times. Great. It's okay. Trust me, they're not going to kill you. Especially while you're raging. You get ri- you're raging. You've got resistance. Yeah. It's all good. I mean, unless all of these skeletons are uh, also wielding so, some blades, in which case, ouch, but we also hit the jackpot. Eight piercing, <laughs> eight, eight, eight piercing damage. Reduced to four. Uh, seven piercing damage. Reduced to three. Seven piercing damage. Reduced to three. Seven piercing damage. As I rolled a six and three fives. <laughs> that was um, almost max, and it. I'm fine. Yeah. I'm raging, and I'm next to a minotaur. This is the plan. <laughs> raging next to rage against the minotaur. <laughs> the skeletal minotaur, that is part of a necromancy thing. Yes. All right. Anything else on your turn? That's everything I can do on my turn. Got it. Scuzz. Mm, I probably have to double move. And again, uh, yeah, let's do that. Uh, Scuzz is going to run up and, oh, look at all them. Look at them all. Love it. Um, he is going to run up and get in front of this zombie. Uh, skeleton, please. Excuse me, a skeleton. <laughs> Why is my... I have 65 hit points. I don't know why my token number changed. Uh, and Because he is I copied going... it when you were at full health previously. That's okay. Uh, and uh, he's going to... He's going to hit this one with bookmark because uh, he doesn't want to activate the sunblade yet. All right. Uh, 27? Hits. Uh, for 12 piercing and 18. Actually, um, disregard the sneak attack damage. He just does 12 piercing you get, to. You get sneak attack. He's in melee with someone else. I know. Yep. I know. You know what? I'll do. I'll do the sneak attack damage on him. I was gonna try and also hit this one that's hiding, ready to come out with the bolts of the grave. That's fair. But eh, no, 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 no. We're gonna kill this guy. Um. So, um, thirty points of damage. It's dead. Yeah. <laughs> right up behind it, ching, and the head just falls <laughs> off. Um, and as a bonus action, I'm going to hide, um, by literally, um, just putting myself up against the side (laughs) of the door. (laughs) Uh, So the the skeleton can't see me when he walks out. So... 
you can't hide here because you could that skeleton can't see you but that skeleton definitely can and there's nothing breaking line of sight uh then I'll hide I'll hide behind Gint <laughs> there you can hide because there's something you can hide behind <laughs> literally just like between his legs <laughs> ready to pop out but not yeah. in, inhib- inhibiting from running or moving yes so go ahead and make your stealth check okay so it's like I just had the image of Scuzz backing against the wall, going, "I'm stealthy," and then looking across the <laughs> no, that's across absolutely the hallway, <laughs> looking so, across the hallway and seeing just, the skeleton just staring at him, like, <laughs> "Never mind." <laughs> uh, Twenty-six. <laughs> okay, Valdeth. All right, Valdeth says these particular skeletons are about to get fucked. <laughs> And she runs up with a quarter staff in her hands. And jingle their insides. Very much. Lay in the I have, bones. As I have were. the I have the appropriate weapon here. Now I just need like a plus two st- powerful piercing weapon to go with my plus two powerful slashing and bludgeoning weapons. Play some xylophones. Da, 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 da. Staff of thunder and lightning. Are we supposed to be able to see the entire map right now? No. I'm assuming I can for some I reason. I can see down the hall with line of sight, except for the areas that are black. We just can't see around corners. Jack, is that the same for you? No, I literally can see Jack. fucking everything. Interesting. Uh, Fighting style. Also, try refreshing. Can you see everything now? Now we're good. Now we're back to normal. I am holding the quarterstaff in two hands. Yep. Okay. So I don't know what happened. <laughs> Don't worry, I won't remember anything. All right, uh, so that that's going to be much better. Uh, okay. Yeah, because I am I am holding it in two hands. Yeah, so. you have to be to be doing a D eight of damage, otherwise it'd be a D six. Yeah, um, so it's going to be six more damage. That's going to be fourteen bludgeoning damage, which uh, against skeletons is usually doubled. Yep, because I usually have vulnerability to bludgeoning. It's still up, and I will hit it again. Twenty hits for 12 bludgeoning damage. It's dead. <laughs> it had one hit point left after your first hit. <laughs> if I had rolled an 8, it would be dead? Yeah. <laughs> I wish I had the polearm mastery feat. Uh, right, anything else on your turn? As you just shatter a skeleton with your, hit, with your strike. Uh, that is my turn. Alright. Titania. Woo! Okay. I guess I'm moving. I'm all the way back here and the lights move. Five, two, three, four. And you should be able to see. Uh, How far away is that one from me? Oh, that's fine. That's fine. That's great. Um, So I'm back there. And... I wait, I just forgot it. Um how many spaces did I move already? I think I did five. Yes. You moved twenty feet so far. Okay, so I got ten more of me mm-hmm. more feet of movement. Yep. I scoot 
between in front of Ithram. Ha <laughs> And I'm going to activate my tattoo. Uh, within 15 do? feet of me, it makes a DC 14 strength save, and I'm targeting this one. Okay. As it failed, vines burst out, and, and it takes 3d6 of force damage. Uh-huh. Uh huh. 13 and is grappled. It takes 30. Yep, it, it takes some damage. And it is grappled in place, or is it pulled towards you? Uh, it is. Sorry, first time using this. That's all right. Um, it's just in place. Okay, so it is currently grappled in place. <sighs> just breathing confusedly as it's been trapped. Yep. Um, and as well. Um, let me double check on a thing. I think that is only for. Oh yeah, no. I also do Halo of Spores damage, because uh, well, no, that's a uh, reaction. Never mind. Uh, but symbiotic entity is a. Does this count as a melee weapon attack for purposes of symbiotic entity? It's not a melee weapon attack. Okay, never mind. That's it. That's my turn. All right. So as you have breached into this crypt that you've determined is the lair of the necromancer that has been. Uh, killing everyone in this town uh, and as we get back to Ariel's turn at the top of the initiative that's where we're going to end for this week say goodbye everybody bye, bye. goodbye goodbye